The wait is over. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is officially live in Ohio. Now you can legally bet on all your favorite sports anytime and anywhere right here in Ohio with DraftKings. For a limited time, new customers who sign up with code CONTEST will receive $200 in bonus bets instantly. DraftKings has the best features including same-game parlays, player props, and more with fast and easy payouts right at your fingertips. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers can use code CONTEST to get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CONTEST. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER 21 and over and physically present in Ohio. Valid one offer per first-time depositors who have not already redeemed $200 in free bets via pre-launch offer. Minimum $5 deposit and wager. $200 issued as bonus bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. See dkng.co slash oh for terms. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopskicksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. Hello, ladies, gentlemen, and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum, and welcome back to Stardom Quest, the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world. I am, as always, Alex, and I am joined by Dylan. Hi, Dylan. Hey, Alex. Hey, guys. How's it going? Uh, another week, another another Stardom Quest. A lot of shit's happened this week. I was actually up all night tracking the election because I'm a nerd, um, so I'm a bit tired. But, you know, I'm here. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, very fun. Um, we are also joined by probably not staying up watching the elections, uh, Scott Edwards, the infamous, famous, notorious Scott Edwards. The third man. I, I stay up for everything besides the election. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just want to point that out. But hello, everybody. I'm here. And I, I'm trying, I tried to remind myself why I was on the show today besides <laughs> just having the time to be on here. And I was like, oh, right, there was a pay-per-view. I don't yeah. remember most of it, so this should be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, before before the pay-per-view, Scott was like, please have me on. It's going to be so funny. I have so many bits. Like, I'm going to, I'm just going to run with it. And I was like, sure, why not? Um, and he has since told me that he forgets all of the bits. So um... mm-hmm. this is why I write <laughs> them down. I don't write yeah. anything down. I'll I'll remember them as people pop up. I think okay. I think it has to do with both of you, so it's okay. Yeah, it's actually that's actually how he how he convinced me to also tell you to get him on the show is because he's like, I know I know you're a big guy. I I got it. 
I got this. Okay, this is about to be great. I was like, you you know how to talk to me, Scott. I, I'll 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 see what I can do. And then he forgets them all. <laughs> I'm sure uh, they'll come up. They'll come up. Yeah, we're we're in for a, a chaotic uh, show. I just pray that it's under two hours, but who the hell knows? Um, I suppose we'll just get right into stardom. There's a lot to talk about. Yeah, they did so much. Um, so the full card for the historic crossover has been announced. Uh, the show includes two pre-show matches, uh, one of which is the debut of Oscar Lube, is it? Oscar Lube. He's... Uh, Enjoy. Germ, I think. Yeah, where did they get him from? That's uh Um he he was a he was a Fale Dojo guy before right. COVID. Um right. and then COVID happened, so he had to get sent back to Europe and he right. trained there. And now they're like, Oh, you're good enough for the main thing. You can you can you can come on the on the big show. So All right. yeah. I, like I remember I like there it. was like a picture of him like years ago. He was huge. Um like I, I remember seeing him before, but obviously COVID kind of disrupted his entire thing. Um, but yeah, it's it's LA Dojo versus versus uh, No Gay Dojo, which is cool for people who care, but very not. No Gay Dojo. Utami's not allowed. That's mean. <laughs> <laughs> you have to know. You have to know I was gonna go there. Um, yeah. Anyway, this is Oscar Lube, uh, Kosei Fujita, Rio Oiwa. And Yuto Nakashima versus Gabriel Kidd. Oh my god, when did he come back? Uh, Kevin Knight, Lex Coughlin, and Clark Connors. So uh, they're flying in all these young lions just for a pre-show match. And honestly, I respect it. I mean, this is this is going to be like one. This is going to be the first time that it's going to be uh, again the No Gay Dojo. To contain yourself, Alex, the No Gay <laughs> Dojo versus the LA Dojo um, right. since like Shota and Ren were like the leaders of the no gay dojo so like this is like a big thing this is a pretty big deal for like the young lion crop um but yeah okay all right um the next pre-show match then is a 50 in person stardom rambo uh this is basically a royal rumble where people are going to show up there are 15 entrants uh stardom's roster is big enough to fill this without surprises but i'm not sure if like rena and hina and stuff will be on the show which would open up some spots, but it will also feel kind of mean to leave them off. So um, I don't know if there's going to be any surprises. If there is, I'd obviously lean towards, you know, maybe them asking Fua to, to show up again. Um, that That's going to be, we will have to wait and see on that one, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Fua is like what everybody's kind of hoping for. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be cool. Uh, who? It'd be cool or if it least... was like someone like crazy. Like well, maybe like they'll get an AJW legend because yeah, that's why I, I don't know if I don't know how much crossover there is with the New Japan audience and people who know the AJW legends, but I assume like most wrestling fans there would know Nagayo or, or Kyoko maybe. I yeah, if they like dragged out Akira Hokuto, that would be the funniest thing ever. Yeah. Like not even to like do spots, just to exist in the ring. Like that, I, I imagine that would be a big pop. Like something like yeah. stupid crazy like that. Maybe, maybe. Uh, she could just slap people, and it would be fine. Yeah. Like, we'd, yeah. we'd be all right. Um, after that, guys, then... You know, I'll, talk, I'll, I'll ask later. All right. Um, after that, we get into the main card. Uh, our first match is the Chaos team of Leo Rush, Yo, Yoshihashi, and Tomohiro Ishii versus Dick Togo, Sho, Yujiro Takahashi, and Evil of the House of Torture. 
I hate everything about this, uh, except Leo Rush is cool. And, and Leo Yo. Rush is the best wrestler. In yeah, the I'm excited. I'm excited for Leo Rush and Yo as a tag yeah. team. I mean, I know this isn't a New Japan podcast, but honestly, they they, they are what is Thank making me God. excited about the this tag mm-hmm. league. Yeah, like they are what makes me excited about the Super Junior Tag League. So Leo Rush That's and Yo fair. sounds like a really cool team. Um, otherwise, yeah, Yoshihashi's cool. I guess you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, the next match then is Lady C, Azumi, and Saya Kamatani of Queen's Quest versus Tekla, Mai Sakurai, and Himeka of Donna Del Mondo. Uh, that match is designed solely so that Saya can pin somebody with a Phoenix Splash. If she's still doing that. Oh, she will definitely. Um, the match after that then is a mixed tag match. It is a thirty-minute one-fall match. It is Tom Lawler and Suri versus Zack Saber Junior and Julia. So that's uh, that's fun. That's uh, a match for me and Scott. <laughs> that's, don't that's, rope that's Scott true. into this. No, no, Scott. I enjoy Tom a yeah. lot. Yeah, Tom's I'm, a, I'm a big Zack guy. Tom is your buddy, to be fair. You can Tom is my buddy. That man yeah. loves Stardom more than his own job. I think, I think Zach and Julia <laughs> also might... same. Yeah, that's fair. Um, the next match is Taichi, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, Tam Nakano, and Natsupoi versus El Desperado, Doki, Starlight Kid, and Momo Watanabe. Uh, I believe that all eight members of this match have said, "We don't care about the rules. I will beat bitches <laughs> regardless of gender, and uh, we stand." So that that might be fun. Yeah, except for Kanemaru, he just he just wants to go home. That's fair, that's, honestly. That's, I don't, I I have, blame. that's just always kind of hard. But uh, yeah, like Elvis Barato and Doki at the press conference were like, you know, we, we're luchadors. And over there, they don't give a fuck about all this like mixed tag shit. Like, what the fuck is that? Mm. Really? It's kind of dumb, but okay. And the, I'm just like, why are they even like, it, it doesn't matter. It's just dumb. It is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> like, if, if you're going to, if you're going to have a rule set, at least tell your in all every single wrestler who's competing in that rule set not to bury it completely. <laughs> I mean, New, J- New Japan is an odd place. They had Okada bury their own stipulations and everything. Like they don't, they don't care. <laughs> it's so they funny. do do that a lot. Yeah, yeah. Like, Okada was like this. Yeah, Okada was like this belt sucks. I don't fucking wanna. I don't want the briefcase. The briefcase is shit. Get rid of it. And they did. So give uh, me my honestly, old belt back now. <laughs> yeah. So um, maybe uh, Despi and uh, Doki will will you know be the bringers of change, and we will get to see them beat the hell out of Natsupoi because everyone also... want to beat the hell out of Natsupoi lately. Yeah, that's valid. Um, also, Desperado has been teasing another tag match with Starlight Kid that nobody can get a right a correct translation on. Some people are saying it's him challenging Jun Kasai. Some are saying he's challenging Minoru Fujita. Some people are saying he's going to GCW with Starlight Kid. Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, no, that's that's true. That's true. Somebody said that. Apparently he said that. I didn't watch the full thing. Maybe Bullshit. he did. No, the, but... the, the leading theory is that he and Starlight Kid want to wrestle uh, Rini Yamashita and Jun Kasai in a death match. Mm-hmm. Like GCW might sanction that. I'm not sure about anyone else. So that sounds um, like a JTO match. Yeah, Taka Taichi Despi Mania yeah. thing. Yeah, that would be that would be fun. Um, next match on this card then is Hiroshi Tanahashi and Utami Hashishita versus Hiroki Goto and Micah. There are too many jokes to make. We are not going to make any of them. Um, but but uh, I'll save. Them they did a TikTok. Here. I they don't did. care. That's true. Like, also, yeah. Utami just called Hiroki Goto old and said she's gonna break his bones. Like, like again, yeah. <laughs> there is no, there is no heat between any uh, 
woman and woman and man and man. It, it's all the women hating the men and wanting to beat the shit out of them. It's great. That's fair, honestly. I they have cool t-shirts. They have cool t-shirts. That's this is like. a fucking terrible match, the sixth one. Yeah, I don't know what we did to deserve is this. Is the Mudo one? No. no. It is Bushi, Hiromu Takahashi, Sanada, Shingo Takagi, and Tetsuya Naito of LIJ versus Gideon Gray, Francisco Akira, TJP, Kyle Fletcher, and Mark Davis of the United Empire. Um, like, why is that yeah. here? <laughs> I don't know why we did to deserve this. I guess you can't have a show without the LIJ guys because they're like the only good thing in yeah. Japan. But yeah, Who's I, I don't Gideon know. Gideon Gray. Is he that bald guy? Yeah. Yeah. He's oh. actually really funny. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, he is a wrestler. Yeah. No, because Alex, for, for your, for your, you know, so that you know, he just ring announces for them. He, he, like, he only wrestles on house shows. Like any big show, he, he ring announces for United Empire. Okay. So. Yeah, like I, I, like he's maybe wrestled like twice. Um, also, Kevin Kelly called him a pedophile one time, so that was I mean, fun. he um. he did come from Rev Pro, and he does have that look about him. So <laughs> I like I don't blame Kevin. He's funny though. I'm a, I'm gonna give him that. He is he's he's funny looking. Uh, That's his whole I, I find gimmick. It, I know. Yeah, it's this is so, whole thing. It's great. Um, the match after that then is the Great Muta last New Japan match. It is in the hole. Uh, Great Muda, Toriano, and Kazuchika Okada versus Aaron Hanare, Great Okan, and Jeff Cobb of the this United might Empire. Change. Yeah, Jeff Cobb was pulled from uh, some Australian dates, so. And he's sure also not he's doing gonna... tag league. Yeah, so uh, nobody seems to know what his status is. I'm sure they'll just move somebody out of the other match to to replace him. Um, match after that then is an IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship match. It is the returning Shota Umino. Uh, what's he known as now? Roughneck? Roughneck, Roughneck Shota, Shota Umino. Yeah, that was a weird nickname. Yeah, and he challenges uh, US champion Will Ospreay. So that is, uh, that's the match that's going to get New Japan fans in the door because uh, that's a pretty big match in New Japan standards. Uh, that could be pretty fun. I'm not a big Will guy, yeah. but that could be pretty fun. I think Shota seems like he has a lot a lot of added stuff to him nowadays. Umino's cool. Um, yeah. A friend of mine is like a huge stand for him, so I kind of have to like him. Um, <laughs> uh, so I hope he wins. He probably won't, but I hope he does. Um, and then in the main event of the show, it is the IWGP Women's Championship match. It is Mayu Iwatani versus Kairi. So a big decision to have the women go on in the main event uh, to crown the inaugural champion. Um, I think it's the right choice, given that this show is designed to promote stardom more than anything else. Yeah. Um, so having having Will go on last would have been like, a, yeah, so like check out stardom, but we're still better. <laughs> um, whereas this, you get the chance to end the, the show with kind of two of the more recognizable women in stardom having presumably an excellent match. So, um, you know what would have been really funny? What? Is if Will did go on last and B showed up, Big return for stardom. Shut Huge deal. Shut it. Stop. <laughs> we need to get Scott on more often. <laughs> <laughs> Queen's Landing no, returns. They don't even date anymore. We don't. I know that's the funny thing. Like that's the hilarious thing. Is that it's like I I know so little about B Priestley post stardom that it's like. Uh... <laughs> Do you remember that they had him beat her up when? 
Yeah. Oh, I remember. I remember vividly. I also remember Great Khan saying women don't belong in the pro wrestling ring after that, um, like a day later. So that was funny. <laughs> it's no wonder him and uh, Hanare are buds, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> primal bro. That's all, yeah. No, that yeah, sounds like something Hanare would say unironically. <laughs> yeah. Because like uh, Okada was just trying to how, be like, how upset. How upset do you think Canary is that he is uh, below a women's match on the card? That's why he went to New Japan. Like that, that's <laughs> so he would never have to t- play second fiddle to a woman, and here he is. Yeah, it's tough. He's gonna he's gonna have to do some extreme semen retention here to overcome this. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I love shitting on Aaron Hanari. It is so fun. It is so it's fun. Great. Like, uh, oh man, so good. Yeah. Um, that was all then for for historic crossover. Uh, Dylan and I will obviously preview that in detail um, next week because the show is is next weekend. Um, we also had I some announcements. Can't wait for the Alex preview of Will Osprey match. Dude, oh. Honestly, it's imagine oh, we ha- imagine we had to review that for voices. I would just be like, kill me. Every New we Japan are going- match, just kill me. <laughs> we're we're, review- we're reviewing all of, all of the New Japan matches too. I hope we? You know that. we we wow. we we. We. Oh, um, I don't know about that. I don't know. Yes, we. in French, we. Oui. You you were gonna have to pay for my therapy. Uh, therapy's expensive. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I have an appointment tomorrow. It's 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 getting in my books, bro. <laughs> oh no! Oh dear. Um. Anyway, we had some announcements what before. I Will Mitch. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> just bits. Just bits. We had some announcements for Stardom and Showcase Volume 3. Uh, the first match announced was an Anywhere Falls match. It is Azumi versus Koguma versus Starlight Kid versus Chairman Ram. Uh, this is your typical Azumi and Koguma do shit in uh, a crazy setting. And they roped in Starlight Kid and Ram for this one. So um, I don't even fun. know how they got Ram in on this one. Cause she wasn't in the in the video that they did for it. Like They just added her on afterwards. I mean, why and not? She's down. You know she's down. Like yeah. she was like Rossi gave her a call and was like, "Hey, she's do you want ready to do for this? the pocket sand?" Yeah. Do you want like, reasons I'm why ready. not? Do you actually yeah, want the really. reasons? No. I'll give no. them to you because she's bad. All right. Oh, Here's your... oh, oh, Jesus. All right. Okay. Oh, oh all right. <laughs> I still other... had her main event Ribbon Mania last year. I don't. Want to and that's your that. loss. Yeah, that's I didn't watch why. it. I didn't watch it either. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Just say it happened. Oh my god. <laughs> this is why um, we don't have guests. <laughs> this guy's just stay quiet until you I'll just stay quiet until the news is over. Alright. Um the other match made for Stardom and Showcase. This was this is why Rossi should go into the Hall of Fame. Tama Natsupoi said, hey, can you do us a favor? We want to sing our new song, Double Frontier, on a stardom show. You know, we've said we're going to be the beauty pair, so let's do what the beauty pair did. Because, you know, obviously AJW had people sing during the wrestling shows, you know. If you ever watch an actual AJW TV, there's always somebody singing. There's a bull Nakano out there screaming our lungs out. It was great. Um, Fire Jet's performance, greatest of all time. Hell yeah. Um, And Rossi's response was, Sure, you can sing if you beat prominence on a hardcore match. <laughs> he that that is, is the... this man. This man <laughs> hates Meltier. That's the Joshi hits. equivalent of going one on one with the Undertaker. 
Like that's yes. that's what that is. <laughs> yeah. This man hates Meltier. He put them a week ago he put them in a three way tag match with four of Natsupoi's biggest enemies and Julia, who despises Tam. And this week he's like, you know what? You're gonna face prominence in a hardcore match. I'm gonna pick your partner. So the match is Risa Sarah, Suzu Suzuki, and Kurumi Hiragi versus Tam Nakano. Uh, Natsupoi and a surprise wrestler. Uh, my guess for the surprise is that it's going to be uh, Miyako Matsumoto. She seems like a fairly standard name for them to get for that spot. I don't know if you have any other guesses. I mean, I feel like the obvious guess is like, oh, it's, it's going to be, it's, it's, it's going to be Unagi. You know what I mean? But like, uh, prob- Matsumoto would be interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. It would be really funny if it was just Waka, and he just just assured their defeat. That'd be pretty mean. She's already in a match, is she not? Oh no, she's Uh, never in a match on Showcase. Yeah, I was gonna say take a double booker. Who cares? Yeah. Um, So yeah, I don't know. I I think it'd be Miyako Matsumoto, possibly. Um, Don't really know any other hardcore cutesy wrestlers that they could get. You know, it's not really a big genre so um i don't know and really Yamashita is obviously ddm affiliated so you can't really have her yeah i would say like unimon i mean she's not hardcore but like i i could Mm. but she's kind of now nsa even though she's trying to tag with mina and mina's out of commission so i she doesn't really have any leads with cosmic angels i don't know yeah it doesn't really matter i i hope prominence kills them but they won't because they need yeah, to Yeah, Tam, Tam and Natsupoi are winning. They're, they're performing that at Sumo Hall. I hope you understand. Like that's. I mean, I'm cool with it. It's a good song. But Yeah, that's true. You know. uh, the, the golden era of Joshi is about to return, though. You know, We're, we're getting the idols singing in the ring. We're going to have Dump Matsumoto showing up soon with Swastas. Bro, Utami already, like... already sang in the ring, and it was better. <laughs> How do you know that? How do you know? Because like, we watched I, it. it was we know Tam is a good singer. Utami yeah, might, but Utami, Utami, Utami might... got the Utami. You know, she's she's Utami, so she always That's she's fair. better. That's fair. <laughs> I, I I get that. Um, Stardom held a press conference to announce two matches for New Blood Six. Uh, one of which we already knew, which is very entertaining. Uh, the first one was Starlight Kid and Karma versus My Sakurai mm. and Tekla. Um, mm. Tekla still in Mafia Bella mode, standing next to My Sakurai was very entertaining. Um, the other match was, uh, as expected, it is Tam Nakano and Waka Skiyama versus Ram and Maika Ozaki. Uh, the reason they held this press conference is so that Maika Ozaki could uh, body press everybody in sight. She lifted up Rossi, lifted up security <laughs> members, lifted up everybody. So, like, she was I going saw the Waka it. one. Yeah. So um, that was the only reason they held this press conference, I'm pretty sure. This is this is Rossi's baby right here. Like you could tell once he once he started getting all the girls to do modeling shoots for New Blood merchandise, you could tell that oh this is this is what he loves <laughs> is is this New Blood stuff. Yeah, you you could just you could just sense that. Yeah. Um, interesting to note that uh, Kid did bring up Chanyota because we obviously thought Mai would team with Chanyota after their interaction. Um, I believe my Sakurai was like, yeah, Chanyo is working that day, so we can't. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's why she's probably not on the show at all. She's a high commodity. She's, yeah, she's busy. Um, Stardom also announced the full card for the Osaka Edion Arena show. This is called Stardom Gold Rush. It's on the 19th of November, day before historic crossover. Um, the photo for this is great. Utami looks so bored. 
honestly. Liquid. Yeah. Um, card is. Um, oh, they don't have the card. This is the promos. Oh no. It's on. Hold on. Wow. I got you. I got you. I got you. I can announce this. I got you. Oh I have wow! It right here. A Dylan takeover. Let's go. Yeah. So for the Gold Rush event, it is. Oh, there's a pre-card. Okay. Um, Lady C and Miyu Amasaki versus Saeeda and Momo Kogo. I can't do names now, apparently. Versus Natsuko <laughs> and Ruaka in a three-way. Um, then it is Red Stars. It is Black Desire versus We Love Tokyo Sports. So Uedotai versus Uedotai. Fun. Mm-hmm. Um, then it's Blue Stars. It is Mahime versus 7-Up. Um, I hope someone shoots. That would be fun. Um, and then the Gold Rush starts, which is a Moneyball Scramble match. It is Julia Tekla and Maisakura taking on Tamnakan, Natsupoi, and Wakasukiyama. They really got fucked with Mina being out of commission. <laughs> yes. Because, like, they could have, they, they, pro- they probably were meant to win this because those three, like, that that's funny um, how how rough Cosmic Angels is without Pink Kabuki. Um, and then the next match is Koguma, Hazuki, and Mayu taking on Tomoka Inaba, uh, Amisore, and Mirai, also in a Moneyball scramble match. Um, then it's tam- championship matches. It's Azumi versus uh, Momoka Hanazoka versus Momozono. <laughs> Momozono. Hey, shout out Mesaruga Momozono. Uh, that'll be fun. Then it is Saikam Time versus Kyrie. Wonder Time. Hell match. yeah. Not excited for that. I know. <laughs> I know my girl's going down. Um, then. My girl is also going down. It is Sherry versus Utami <laughs> for the world. Damn, Aphrodite's in the mud. That's crazy. Um, for the World Storm Championship, and then in the projected main event, maybe is a table, ladders, and chairs match between the winner of Stars vs. God's Eye uh, and the winner of DDM vs. Cosmic Angels. And yeah, that's it. Okay, uh, interesting card, uh, definitely. Um, the the main thing from this press conference was obviously the uh, Kyrie Saya exchange, uh, which was yeah. translated earlier today. I uh, the lovely Himanshu Doi. He uh, he does a lot of translating lately for for Stardom. He's, he's been killing it lately. It's been great. Yeah, he's he's really good. Um, and basically, the promo was that Kyrie was like, "Listen, like the pressure of being white belt champion, it's a lot." You, and you know, are you sleeping okay? Are you all right? The anxiety is getting to you. Look, you messed up against Mina. It's okay to quit. It's all right. Like you can let that belt go. I'll take it, and you'll be free of all this stress. And despite that, there are still people who do not believe that Kyrie is going to bitch slap Saya all over Osaka and win this belt. <laughs> like every promo between them has been Kyrie going, "You are not shit." You do not deserve this belt. It is too much for you. Give it back. And Saya is very timid in every single one of them. Um, and the obvious projection is Kyrie beats Saya. Saya eventually wins it back from Kyrie. That's been my expectation for this belt ever since they set up the Kyrie Saya match. So um, this promo further drove home that Kyrie is going to beat Saya for the for the white belt. Um, I will we... say. That is a funny story to be pushing. I mean, I guess, I guess it's it's a good one, but like the the way that it's like naturally made is like funny considering Saya's on her this is going to be her 11th defense. Like she's been she's been going, you know, but I think the idea of oh, you've been going in, in the in the infamous words of Fallout Boy, you've been going way too fast for way too long and like 
you know, she's just going to fucking slip up because, I mean, she slipped up against Mina. She didn't lose, but she severely injured her and started bawling her eyes out because of it. Um, you know, like, like that, that's a valid story, but it is really funny when this girl's like, she has what, like the third longest reign as champion, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, as, as wonder champion. I find that very funny that she's like, I think, I don't think you're ready for this. It's like, she's been ready for a year, brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But you know, it's, it's still a cool story. I, I like how they're doing it. Kyrie is such an asshole. She's gaslighting the shit out of her and it's great. She learned that in America. <laughs> yeah, no, Kyrie's doing great work. Um, on on the note of the world title picture, um, Utami and Siri are back to doing the "we're gay for each other" bit. So, um, is that that entire it's segment? Utami like grabs Siri by the face and starts cutting a promo right in front of her, and I was like, "This reminds me so much of their kiss." <laughs> like, this so gay kiss. Yeah, it's it's so it's still so absurd to me that this like there's people who don't watch Stardom recognize Utami versus Shiri as this like top tier in ring feud for this company. And we who watch Stardom remember that it started with a peck on the lips. Super gay. It was so weird. It just so out of nowhere. And Siri was just like, I'm gonna kiss you now. And uh over a year later we've reverted back to the sexual tension. So um Always fun, always great. Uh, this feud is fantastic. Um, so yeah, that was that was the only stuff to point out from the press conference. I think we're finally done with the news. That was oh damn, she she cupped the chin and everything. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I I was like, oh my god, <laughs> this is too much. Um, so uh, they're they're back to doing the sexual tension thing, which is great. Um, I suppose with that though, we are finally onto the review section, which is what Scott asked to come on here for really <laughs> uh, it's his time to shine uh this show was on november 3rd uh this is in the uh this is the hiroshima goddess festival uh kinsei stardom uh, this is in the hiroshima sun plaza it did 1045 fans which is a good number um in the opener which was a dark match which i haven't seen azumi beat wakasugama miyu amasaki lady c and saya ida so that seems yeah, fun. Uh, Momokogo was out of commission, so they changed it to a five-way. I didn't know that. Um, I caught like the last like three minutes of this, and I had no idea it was a five-way. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Azumi won. She been she pinned. You guessed it, Wakasukiyama. Of course, of course. Uh, Scott, do you watch the pre-show? I watched it, but I have no thoughts. Okay, that's good. We hey, like it. We like it. No. Um, the actual opener of the show then was Hazuki and Koguma beating Raka and Saki Kashima. Uh, Koguma pinned Saki with uh, a roll-up in just under seven minutes. Um, FWC Supremacy, they were great in this. Uh, Scott, what did you think? They should start every show. Mm. Um, Every every pay-per-view that Stardom does, they should open the show because if they're not in a title match or like an important match, they just get the energy up because I was like, oh, this is so much fun. This is so good. It's better than, you know, the usual openers where it's like, that five way we saw before, but just a bigger tag, like yeah. a gauntlet or a trios match. I was like, this is this is how you start a show. I enjoy the energy here. I mean, wait a minute, who did they wrestle? Saki and Ruaka? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was pretty good for, you know, what you'd expect out of these two teams. I think I think Ruaka uh really like she was slacking like a motherfucker when Natsuko wasn't around. Because like even just in this match, she seemed like she cared a s- tiny bit more. And I was like, 
damn, she really just did not give a fuck when Nasuka was not there to like also be wrestling. Like that's crazy because <laughs> like she she did a fine job. You know what I mean? Um, people have been very critical of her over the past year, rightfully so. She's had a rough a rough year, but I was like, damn, she really is just like putting in that like little inch of effort that she needed to like not shit the bed every match. And I mean, FWC's FWC, like they're they're different. <laughs> so you know, good match. Baraka got carried, I see. Um, the, that's, uh, I, that's the opposite of what I said. <laughs> what are you talking about? If if she's putting in a smidge of effort, then she is still getting carried. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I said a smidge more effort. Oh my god, and it's, wow. And it's what fine. a turnaround. What an amazing turnaround. Man. <laughs> you sassy today, wow. I see. <laughs> um, the match after that was uh, Hameka beating Yuna Mizumori in just under eight minutes with a running powerbomb. Um, I was kind of worried when Yuna sang her way to the ring. I was like, oh no, we're getting <laughs> this Yuna again. Um, and then she delivered. Honestly, she she yeah. went and she proved to people who were maybe big doubters of her ability that she is very good at this. Um, her and Hameka had a really fun Haas match here. Um I would like Yuna to to maybe change the presentation just a little bit to fit in with Stardom a bit more. Um, but you know, as long as she's doing good stuff in the ring, she can sing all she wants. So um, I think the thing about Yuna is that like she's she's like over she's overcompensating. Mm-hmm. Like she she was not this over the top on most of the Gato move shows. Like on like some choke pro on like a lot of choke pro shows, yeah, she'll fucking she'll do bits because it's Shoka Pro. And you know, like Gato Move is largely like a comedy company. So it's like she's she obviously does that. But like this is not her like stasis mode. You know what I mean? This is like this was she turns it up to be extra like over the top. And I don't really understand why. I think her being a bit more of that like stasis mode would make a bit more sense in stardom, uh, especially in matches like this. But, you know, she killed it. I mean, uh, Himeka's, like, match of, like, this style of match for Himeka is just absurdly good. Like, I I love it every time she does it. So I I was happy with this match, and that was really fun. But I definitely do think that the Unimon presentation is very interesting, because she's definitely, like, overcompensating. Yeah. Like, more than she usually, more than she used to in in a comedy company. So I don't understand why. But, you know, uh, she still had a good performance here, and I still enjoyed it a lot. So yeah, how you feel, Scott? You know, people who are cultured know how good Unimizumori is. I'm this just is saying. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know, if you didn't watch that May Saruga match, that's free on YouTube. You should go do that uh, because that was her best match of the year. But this was probably her second. I thought this kicked ass. I thought, um, you know, you know, Dylan was on to something with this being like the month of Hameka. Like this was her best month ever. And this was a perfect way for her to close it out. Um, she has had so many good singles matches, so many uh, good powerhouse matches. And this was uh, a great Haas fight. And that Unimon Lariat that absolutely destroyed Hameka. Yeah. Woo! Still thinking about it. This might be the only thing I remember from this show. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Unimon was that... laying her shit in, man. The forearms were clean. Like I, I that yeah, that's how were. I knew Alex would like it. Was I was like, oh, you could you could hear that shit. You could hear that shit. He, he's gonna pop for that. So yeah, I, I I do think you know her strengths were showed off incredibly in this match in comparison to other matches she's been in in Stardom so far. Uh, this was kind of the match like if you want to show someone Yuna, show them Mesuruga match. But if you want to show someone Yuna in Stardom, this is the match to show them. Mm. Oh, you don't want to show the uh, 
You don't want to show them the new Blood one? Yeah, probably not. I don't think I haven't watched that. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I wish I did. Yeah, that's, uh, some of those were rough. But, uh, you know, Dylan and I had faith that Yuna would come through, and we thought this was going to be the show. And, uh, well, she did it. And uh, Can I also say, Jumbo is crazy good at, like, this, like, second match of the show. Like, she had that really randomly good match with Mina when Mina was, like, not doing well whatsoever, like, a few months ago on pay-per-view. Oh, um, yeah. She's yeah, just, like, right. really good at, like, this, like, but, like you know, like, seven, eight minutes, second second from the bottom. Just just go out there and, you know, do your shit. Uh, she, she's, like, great at it. So, yeah, uh, shout-out to Jumbo. Now she could only get more consistent when the sh- the lights are shining. I think we'd yeah. be okay no, I, I, with with him. I think that's the that's that's the big issue. Is yeah. like if she goes over fifteen, you're probably not gonna watch it. Not gonna want to watch it. Yeah, which is it's, it's it's not even like her the layouts are bad. It's just for whatever reason when it gets longer, she completely forgets what makes her that great, and her her stuff makes no sound altogether. And you're like, what what are we doing here? So um. Yeah, no, just, I totally get that. Just need a bit more consistency from Himeka. Um The next match down on the show was... Uh, I was surprised by how early this went on. Uh, this was Utami Hayashishita beating Natsuko Tora in just under 13 minutes with a hijack bomb. Um, loved the entrances for both. Uh, this arena looked really good with the multiple yeah. screens uh, for the entrances. Looked really cool. Uh, Natsuko had a really cool entrance gown. It had like masks down the spine, and uh, I think on the arms as well. Like she looked great. Uh, Utami, fully in I am ace mode. She just oozes star power every time we see her on these pay per views. Like it is effortless to her. Um, they both came off like big stars. I think this is the biggest that Natsuko Tora has ever come off as far as like being a star. You know. Um, Maybe the No People Gate match is close because I remember her presentation of No People Gate was amazing. Remember she debuted the with the smoke, yeah, the smoke, the and hair. she had the the army style uh, gear for the first time. Yeah, uh, no she time. really looked badass then, and this is the closest she's come since then to really catching that same aura. I've always been, maybe not always, but I've always had like a belief that Natsuko, if like she kind of got positioned right and like was allowed to do certain things um the way that she naturally does them she could be like this huge you know heel star that's like interesting um and i feel like this match kind of showed that and i was like damn it really took a fucking terrible acr like knee injury for them to like just let her do what she does and do it and make herself feel like this big deal um and i was like damn if only if only she could like run you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like they had to wait until she could no longer run. <laughs> but I mean, she did. That, that's me being a bit facetious. She she did run. Like she she definitely pulled her weight big time, considering she just came back from an injury, um, especially an injury yeah. of that sort. She she definitely did a lot to make this match really good as well. Yeah, it was it was quite an interesting match. It was very grounded, very like they leaned a lot into the brawling aspects where they were just kind of. Not so much throwing haymakers, but just kind of doing a lot of impactful stuff because Tora is obviously still limited movement-wise. Um, but I thought they worked around it really well. And uh, if there's anybody that you want to have just throwing haymakers, it's probably Utami because then she yeah. can't lean on some of her worst tendencies. Um, so I, I, I did Utami think selling was... also was great. Sorry. Yeah. So I did think it was a pretty good match. Um, 
I thought there was a bit too much praise for it from some corners. I think it might, might just be overcompensation from from some people, but um, I did. I thought it was a, g- a good match, and it was a lot better than I expected. Um, and honestly, Natsuko has has been way better than I thought coming off the injury. Um, I think she's had some a string of good performances now, which I I really wasn't expecting given the nature of of her injury. But uh, she seems to have shaken it off quite well. Yeah, Scotty. I thought it was a great brawl, uh, and I think the reason it got so much praise is because you didn't expect it to be that good. Because mm. you know, Natsuko hurt. Natsuko does the cheating all the time. You know, it's like I don't, I don't expect this to be as good as it could be. So I was really happy that it was what it was. You know, I felt so smart a few weeks ago because, like, wow, they're you know they're starting to heat the Tommy up, and I was like, it's just gonna, it's gonna be more than just the IWGP tournament. You know. Thinking maybe she'll be the uh, Wrestle Kingdom challenger. Maybe that could still happen. And then I was like, wait a minute, she beat Shuri. That's absolutely why we're heating her up. And yeah. then, and then I was right. So it's okay. But, but yeah, she feels like a, not, not saying she doesn't always feel like a star, but she's like, she's got that aura back that, you know, we, we kind of just watched her not have for the past year. Um, you know, in certain points, she would have it, but other places like when she's taming with lady c it's like oh all right you're just you know you're just kind of there um but i thought her doing the frog splash was crazy or with the, the attempt with the at the splash the rose was sick that was just a cool her moment. first ever dive like ever yeah in, like yeah. period was a and fucking she... table dive She's been, she's been going crazy. <laughs> she's been like, I yeah. mean, with, like obviously that was in the entrance, but like her doing trying to do that backflip, she's been like, <laughs> she's been willing to go a little crazy lately. I've, I've been respecting it. Um, yeah, I, I feel like Utami did very well. Um, I love mm. Utami, obviously. Everybody she has her confidence that, like, back. Yeah, mm. she has her confidence back, and I think over the like this past year, she's been able. I think this year has been very important for her. She's been able to kind of like just focus on some of the bad parts of her game. Because she she obviously will, she was great. She had a great year. She was the best wrestler of the year last year, in my opinion. But she had certain aspects of her game that was weak, right? And I think this year, because she doesn't have to do those big matches every single month, she's able to focus on those. And like I said, her selling infinitely better this year than it was a year ago to the date, right? Just in like that's just like a great a random example that's like she's just gotten better. So, I mean, I'm excited for the Sherry match, and I think this match um, kind of just highlighted both of them. This, they leaned on the story, and the story, mm. like, made it better. So, I, I think that's why there was a lot of praise. Cause it, it was it was really fun to watch. It was also surprising that Nasco had such a good performance. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I yeah. yeah. Positive nice all to see her be a wrestler. Like an actual wrestler, not a person that just gets DQ'd. When yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That, that's another thing, is that it's like, I feel like Natsuko definitely has so much to her game that people, especially people who haven't been watching for a long time, don't really recognize. Like she had, she was a fundamental monster in like Jungle Assault Nation. Like she was insanely good, like with like just the groundwork. And anybody who started watching, you know, like post 2020 doesn't really know that because she has been leaning on a lot of the heel stuff for, you know, since, since she became the leader of Oedotai. So I think, uh, this match and just her recent performances have really showed off that like she she gets it she gets it way more than I think people even ex- like even understand her to um, and she's gotten it for a long time she has kind of 
leaned on some unsavory things about her game. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, positives all around there, huh? You know, Utami and Tora doing the thing. Um, the next match on the show, then, was the team of Mai Sakurai, Takla, and Julia wrestling to a 15-minute time limit draw with uh, Konami, Amisore, and Mirai. Uh, Konami looks great. Uh, her presentation in God's Eye is so good because she's just so natural, right? Like, uh, I thought she was good in a way to tie, but she's so much more natural and at you know, home here. And it's really fun. It's just nice to see her enjoying herself so clearly. Um, and she's backing it up mostly in the ring, uh, despite, you know, only wrestling every, a handful of times a year. She still is in peak condition and is still as good as she was. Um, but definitely, like, you can just tell from how much she's just shining, that she's just so much more natural in this role than she ever was with Huedo Tai. Uh, yeah, n- Notorious Konami uh, Stan uh, Sprite actually had the same thought process that it was like, damn, like, I think I could finally say it now. Konami in God's Eye washes Konami in fucking Oedo Tai, because, like, she just feels like she's meant to be there. She mm-hmm. feels like she's just having fun and her offense just looks more like interesting and like she's like more into it she's she's all around is a more complete wrestler in god's eye than i think she was in oedotai um and i i was saying that at the time while she was in oedotai that she needs another change because she just wasn't hit it hitting the same but i i think that yeah her and her and god's eye is great um this wasn't like a phenomenal match by any means but it was a really fun one i always enjoy seeing konami around uh and everything she did looked really crisp it sounded crisp um, her and Julia just fucked each other up. Uh, mm-hmm. She hit a avalanche German suplex on Julia, and I, I'm just like, these motherfuckers are trying to ruin the, <laughs> the big main event, <laughs> um, the Dream Queendom <laughs> show. They're trying to ruin that shit because motherfuckers are killing Julia lately. Um, but yeah, I, I, I liked it. I, I, I miss Konami to this day, so it was nice to see her around. Yeah. Also, that Konami, that Konami challenge against Julia next year is gonna hit. Yeah, I was I was gonna bring that up, um, but I was gonna let Scott kind of. I know he really enjoyed the match, so yeah, go ahead. That's all I was gonna talk about was how I will be very angry if she's not challenging in Hiroshima next year against Julia for the red belt. Feels feels too good to be true. Uh, like I don't even need her to be back for a period of time to get that match. I just need her to show up once and be like, Julia, I'm fighting you. And that's fine because they have incredible chemistry. I mean, one of my my favorite Konami match of all time, obviously, is the one with Julia from last year at Stardom Dream Queendom for other reasons besides just being Konami and Julia. But they just have incredible chemistry anytime they step in the ring. Um, it brings out the best in both of them, which is kind of what I look for in any Julia scenario is like who meshes well with her the most. And her and Konami, just it's instant. Um, I need that. Uh, I don't really remember anyone else doing anything in this match, which is kind of <laughs> weird. I just my my biggest takeaway yeah. was like, what would Konami look like in God's eye without Shuri? Because she, we haven't seen that yet. And I thought her, Mirai, and Ami just clicked really well together. Like they just like I, I know they hang out like when they go to when. Uh, konami goes to the shows but it's like just seeing them together on camera without shuri i was like okay this is very natural this is great i love seeing them together also um konami took the necklace that she stole from julia and needed it into the crowd 
Oh, that was yeah, the, that yeah. was the heat of this match. That yeah. was the heat of this match was that she like stole Julia's necklace at some point in the past year, um, or maybe Julia gave it to her. I forget, but yeah, like it was Julia's necklace, and Konami brought it to the ring and then tossed it, and Julia was super upset. It was it was really funny. But yeah, actually, all my notes, um, it is just Konami Julia. There's <laughs> there's not a single message of mention of anybody else in this entire match. Um, I but I, I would say Julia challenging Konami would solve the. Oh well, why does she have to challenge? Like Julia would want to challenge Konami, I think for sure. Uh, so I think that would kind of work at some point next year. But yeah, go ahead. I think you guys are underselling. I'm pretty sure Mai and Mirai had a phone exchange in this one. I cannot recall. I feel like I'm Mai, sure Mai did something. I feel good. like Mai and, sure Mirai, Mai and Mirai always work well together, from what I remember. Like they always do good stuff together. Because um, I do remember that some just other people. How good Mirai is. Of course, of Mai course. Sucks. Listen, we are all Mirai believers now, so it's fine. This is true. You can, you can say that. Yeah, I, I have. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Let me pitch this. Um, is there a chance that this God's Eye trio is a uh, a triangle derby no. team? Because Shuri with Inaba and Nanami feels pretty natural um, to protect mm. Shuri. Um, mm. And you can have Konami work sporadic dates, and obviously it's a trios, so she won't be I overexposed. I don't know about that, but I think Mariah did say she wants to challenge for a belt with Konami. Ooh. I don't know if That'd it's an artist or a if, it's a, if it's a goddess, but that she did mention she she wants to work with Konami and, and seek a belt with her okay. um but yes you know leave ami leave easy. leave her in the dust yeah. goodbye see so ya mean. so mean that's alex's woman be easy um <laughs> the no. bits keep rolling baby he um, hates her now but no that's funny I, yeah i probably like ami more than anybody in this call right now um because i do i still have a <laughs> soft spot like for her more than me. um yeah but no i i think yeah Mariah said it in the backstage interview afterwards that she she wants to keep teaming with Konami and uh, find a belt with her. I I think that, okay. that might be me being an idiot. Do you want me to Mariah's check? just a nice person. I no, can, it's fine. I, I can probably check. Um, let's see. Let's see. You're gonna take so long to do. I this. won't. I won't. Um, oh, apparently we gotta Julia, talk about. Apparently Julia called her a motherfucker. So that's that's fun. <laughs> yeah, that's that's nice. Um, Sure. Uh, Mariah's group comments. Uh, very good stimulation. Ami, this future belt is good, isn't it? Um, the future belt is the death of me. Yeah, I want to have a title match with Konami someday. Ami, please please fight with all your soul, Konami. So maybe Mariah meant I want to defend against uh, Konami. Yeah, it's also possible. Yeah, because I think that. I, I just thought that, that sounds more likely, but, mm. you know, who knows? Yeah, it seems yeah, to me like Mariah she wants to. I was gonna say maybe Mariah should learn to win a title match first. That's true. That. Maybe she yeah. should. Oh yeah, she's like she's on that Mica strat right now, just taking L's. Hey, 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 hey! We don't <laughs> say that. We don't yeah, say that. not in the show. Careful. Not in the show. Careful. Not this week. Not this week. All right. Us, Mica, All us, right. Mike oh. loves are in the are in mourning. <laughs> oh, yeah, then you're doomed, Dylan. I'm sorry. Yeah, know, you're doomed later. Oh god. All right. <laughs> The next match was the SWA Championship match. Mayu Utani defended against Alpha Female in 11 minutes. Um, she won. She had like three moonsaults in a row. Um, no, it was four. Yeah, she did the four, four post-masker. Yeah. All right, sorry. Um, and what annoyed me is Alpha Female 
barely sold. She did the Keiji Muto. She just strolled off. I was like, who the fuck are you to do this? Like, after four moonsaults. Um, Austin Aries. I was really like, what is she doing? <laughs> like, can't stay on the ground, dummy. Um, but yeah, that was uh, that. Was that. Um, if if you want to know if this was a good match, uh, I mean, the Kylan Ayu match was better, basically. Like, it was the same general layout, but Kylan and Mayu was better, so. Yeah, but this had better production, so it was easier to watch. Mm, like, visually easier point. to watch. That doesn't matter to me. I told you, I watched JTO. Like, this, yeah, that's true. this stuff does not affect me. I, like, No, I get it, but, you know, I just, but yeah, I thought this was, like, decent. I think Mayu selling made Alpha Female look competent. Um, more so than she did against uh, Kyrie, especially. Uh, no offense to Kyrie, but I think Mayu's selling was really needed to make uh, Alpha Female look even remotely like a good wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a reason why Mayu's the greatest wrestler to ever live. Of course. Um, let's just put it there. Uh, one of them. Shout out to you, Ishii. But, um... Okay. <laughs> added the right in there. But no, uh, yeah, it was it was fun. I thought it was, like, Mayu had a fucking master class of how to carry someone to a good match. Pretty much. Yeah. Um I find it silly that she vacated after the defense because, I mean, I feel like that's always silly, but especially when you've just overcome I a monster. I vacated. I'm annoyed again now. Because, <laughs> like, you've just overcome Damn a monster. I I, like, why don't you just let her win if you don't want the belt anymore? This isn't like... I understood when Utami vacated. Uh, was did she vacate this or was it the future belt? She she vacated the future belt. Yeah. See, I understood that because she basically beat the entire division and was like, "Here, I don't want it anymore." Yeah. But Mayu, you can't really do that. There's challengers still to come. Um. So if you did not want the belt anymore, why didn't you just let Alpha Female win? Um, it's also even more dumb. When she said, oh, she needs to focus on this other belt, when she is notoriously the former double champion of the company, <laughs> and also Kyrie is going to look for a double championship, like, it, it it just doesn't make sense to do it right here. Like, oh. it would make sense to do the Shuri gimmick, where she, like, holds it, yeah. she does the photo op, and then goes, yeah, I can't hold this anymore. <laughs> that would have made sense. That would have been fine. Yeah. Especially if the rumors are true that they're just kind of done with the SWA belt. Uh, I doubt it. Which, you know... I doubt it too, but you never really know because I mean it's it's not on the on the you know Gold Rush card. It's not they haven't really mentioned it. Well, you know, in any. I was gonna bring that up program. after if you wanna leave it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fine. Um, but I would have I would have waited for Mayu to vacate it until after she won the IWGP belt. Personally, yeah. um, you know, Scott, do you think it's dumb or what's what's your thing? Well, one. I forgot this match happened on this show. So thank you for the reminder. I was sitting here and you guys started talking about alpha female. I was like, what? <laughs> what? what? I was like, so I thought that I don't remember when this match happened. Well, obviously now I do, but this my mind moves so fast. I can't <laughs> uh, notes. Just uh, my mind goes too fast. And a I'm spreadsheet. You also, you also keep a spreadsheet. No, I know it's embarrassing. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Thank you. It's, thank you. It's very embarrassing. Um, I didn't get to comment on the match, but yes, of course, my Uyutani carry job. We love to see it um, on the title. I don't care about the title. So. All right. I wow. know Dylan's going to get angry, Hashed. but like, I think the title's useless now because there's not enough people to fight for it. So. All right. I put it on Mina, though, if you're going to put it on someone. Because Mina 
is someone that I think people are starting to love, obviously, around the world. Give her the belt. Have her keep traveling here to the States, to other countries, wherever you want to put her. I think she'd be a good option for it. I thought she would be a good option for it, you know, when she fought Tekla, too. So yeah. uh, that would probably be the match that I would do again for it, honestly, which is very funny. Um, what I think they might do with the belt um, is it's probably going to be a match on Dream Queendom to crown the new champion. Mm. And I think it's going to give us a good insight into the future of the belt. Because if, <laughs> if it's just Tekla versus Mina then we know it's going to be more of the same. But if they're going to get foreigners in, there's no better opportunity than when you're crowning an SWA champion. Um, they better move quick, because fucking WWE's hiring back all the good foreigners. <laughs> yeah, they, they snapped up Emma. They got, they got Chelsea Green going. I'm sorry, no. no. I, I was talking about like Mia Yim and Dakota Kai, and you, you bring up... You bring up Tennille Dashwood. Yeah, well, they saved us from Tennille and Stardom, you know? That's Triple true. H is a good guy. He saved me from Mia Yim too. I don't. I don't know about that. I like Mia Yim. She's like okay. Oh man, Mia Yim's okay. She's all right. She's like I don't know. Um, she's in the Bullet Club now. For fun for life. Um, yeah. but yeah, I I think this will be a good indication of where the belt's gonna go. Uh, apparently Sonny, because he's Sonny, was like, "We're gonna bring foreigners over soon. The belt's fine." So um, he, he no, was, it's okay. You don't have to. He was saying that on the Meltzer boards, so I imagine there'll be some foreign wrestlers you know, fighting for the belt. That that is a an argument amongst Stardom fans that is very common, and I am always on like the the bad side of it, I guess, because I I think foreigners are necessary for Stardom. Not nowadays, but I think that like people look back on foreigners and always look at like the worst foreigners you could possibly look at when it's like they they had some a lot like, of them were j- bad. Yes, but also like a decent handful of them were really fun and added a lot to the shows. Name five. Bobby Tyler, Jamie Hayter, B Priestley for that like two month period that she was good. Um, fucking Rebel Kel was hilarious. Um, Se- Session Marth Martina. Uh, Dylan got heated. Holy shit. You said name five and he started yelling. Yeah. Holy shit. No, because I'm, I'm, I'm real. I'm serious. Like, I think that like people give like the foreigners and stardom thing like a really bad rap when like in reality yeah like they had they gave fucking santana gar or whatever fucking the longest reign with the white belt up to that point that sucked right but mm. like what by the time like the 2018 five star finished and they were decided you know what fuck kelly klein fuck kimberly we're only bringing over over like people who bring value and zoe lucas it was mm. fun <laughs> no offense to Zoe Lucas. I thought I thought Zoe Lucas as a character brought something. Called her three times. Yeah, I know. I know. As a character, she brought something. I think her dynamic with like Hana and Bobby worked very well. But in ring, I get where people are like, please no. Um, but really, like I, I think Foreigners and Starm is way, way overhated. Then, like I think it's way overhated by people nowadays. Dylan, Dylan, you have yes. to remember the most recent one is Alpha Female. Like, okay, that's not fair. That is just not I'm fair. I'm just saying it didn't help your cause here. <laughs> that is not fair. No, because I have been I've been on this train for so long and then they're like the Ava and Alpha female. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, damn, really, that's really crazy. Hurt you. Really hurt. I mean Tekla. Tekla is I mean obviously yeah. she's trained in oh, but all Tekla. Right, all right, hold on, chill out, chill out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they they had Layla Hurst just before COVID happened, which is good. They had, Layla, they, they had Jamie Hayter. But before that, they had Avery and Casey Owens, so 
It's very touching. I don't remember. I, Casey Owens was no. Uh, she, she didn't. She didn't she get. She didn't get to come over. I know, but they were gonna book her for an entire GP. So they are. They also had Brandy Rhodes. Yeah, like people have. Ever, uh, that was years ago. It, but you know, sometimes <laughs> all of these people were years ago. That's the whole point of the conversation. <laughs> also, also, I don't count anybody who like broke their collarbone in Japan as a foreigner mm. uh, who success who had a tour in like no. Like Britt Baker doesn't count, Brandy doesn't count, Kylie doesn't count. I don't even know if Britt Baker broke her collarbone, but I just associate her with them. Um, like they, like it just like no, like anybody from the, any of the Rise girls that came over, no. Um, like I, I'm really not time. crazy about about uh, what's her name, Dust. Oh yeah, Zoe Sky. Yeah, Zoe Sky did not like her. Um, oh, she was quite bad. Like no, I I I'm not saying that like foreigners are overall always good. <laughs> They're usually not great, but there's diamonds in the rough. I nobody yeah, would know, I know who the fuck Jamie Hater is. You could have said Dakota like, Kai. You you had it there. Exactly, yeah, yeah. It. Well, I mean, I would disagree there, about there Jamie Hater. Good... I'm pretty sure Eve was pushing her before starting. Yeah, but she wasn't that good in Eve. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, did you? Okay. All right. All right. All right. Um, anyway, that's enough. That's enough. <laughs> the next that match. was great. <laughs> the next match on the show was Natsupoy and Tam Nakano. Oh, no. Beating <laughs> Moat Ahmed, Starlight Kid. Uh, Natsupoy pinned Kid, I assume, with the fairy strain. Yeah. Um, SOS. Wait, no, no. The German. Was it? Oh yeah, it was. It was, it was a German. The, it was the uh, straight jacket. Yeah, I wish she. I wish she did the SOS as a finish because it is so cool when it hits. Yeah, but you know, shout out Kofi. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, shout out Kofi. This was a pretty good match. Um, there were some. There was some really fun bits. Obviously, Natsupoy and Starlight Kid do their thing. Um, Momo and Tam was was interesting to see. Um, what. My biggest takeaway was that um, as cool as Momo looks with the bat, it is really bad <laughs> in the match because it makes such a thwack that you're like, oh, it's so it's fake. Like it's it's like baseball bats yeah, do because baseball she, bats do not make she, that impact on human bones. If she works a baseball bat, if she uses a work bat, it's gonna sound fake. If she doesn't work a bat and tries to work it, it's gonna look dumb. Right? There's no there's no way around it really. Um, Especially in these sorts of venues where, like, it's very acoustic. Yeah. Um, like, you could do it with Sting because nobody's going to fucking notice, right? Like, that's fine. But, like, in these sorts of venues, like, you listen for the sound mm-hmm. of shit hitting. And it just doesn't work. Um, yeah. You know what? I'm going to plead the fifth on this one for the most part. Um, I ain't gonna. I ain't going to go too much into it. I will say that Ruaka killed it. Like as she, this was the best seconding I have seen of an Oedo Tai wrestler in so long, to the point where like I actively took notes that Ruaka was so fun because she cut the music and it was like, oh, that's such good, that's such a good little fucking like that's that's such a dick move, right? She threw the box at Natsupoi's head. Beautiful. Oh, that, that was, was so great. funny. Yeah, I love that. That was phenomenal. That was like my favorite spot of the match. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> was was not simply going for the pin and her just in a box just flying into screen. Like great. Um otherwise, I mean people know how I feel about the boy kid pairing. I think they are a bit they they do everything they do good things separate, but I feel like when they come together, it just they need someone else to work off of to be more interesting to me. Um but I understand people like them and I'm I'm not gonna argue that. Also Momo and Tam did stuff that I've seen them do better 
together. So I was like, oh, that was good, but like, you know, I'm they could do better. Um, so I thought this match was pretty fun. I thought the second half especially was was quite fun, but um, I wasn't super crazy about it. Also, also Natsupoy and Kid's uh, leg work stuff got completely killed by the next match because it was so much better. Um, but I will say it was a good match. Well, that's that's good. Is, is it my line. turn? Yeah, it, it yeah. is my turn. All right. Um, so my first my first thing is Natsupoy has replaced Unagi Sayaka in every single way in this company, for good or for bad, because she is now the person you enjoy seeing get beat up, right? Like yeah. she has taken Unagi's role. She you love to see her get beat up by people like even Alex, whose favorite wrestler is Natsupoy, loves seeing this poor girl get beat up. Um, and she's like she's now a main character in this company like i remember we were talking about this last year well i not i wasn't talking about this on the show but i was talking about this with both of you um that unagi was like a main character now and that was like alex's big thing and i was like yeah you're you're totally right well natsupoi is now and it's been that way for a while um this I, I I'm no I'm gonna be disagreed with this is my second favorite match on the show because this unlike the main event had actual energy to it and I like all four of these wrestlers which isn't really a big shock I don't. um I thought the second half like Dylan said was really good um if not great I thought Natsupoi you know when she gets down to like the oh I'm not crying anymore she's just like you know kind of becomes killer I think that's her best version. So I really enjoy that part. I enjoy her and Kid. I don't think they're the best combo in stardom by any means, but I do enjoy them. Um, I enjoy their high speed stuff because it's not always just high speed, um, which I guess is you know an idiot thing type thing say for me to say. Like, I wasn't gonna say it, but thank you. No, like <laughs> I didn't mean that. I like their style because it's not just high speed, okay. not their high okay, speed. Stuff. I misspoke. I'm sorry. <laughs> God forbid I mess up once. Jeez. Um I love and you know, I, I just I love the uh the like pendulum move that they do where they just spiked. Was it poi in this match? I think it was poi. Um I thought that was great. That I love good. the straight jacket German. I think that looks awesome. But I do agree. I think the SOS would be a great finisher. Kofi doesn't win with that either, which makes me upset. that that always annoyed me. Like that has annoyed <laughs> me since I was like little. I was like I was like like the first time I saw the SOS, I was like, "Why have I not seen this before?" That was such a cool. That was yeah. so cool. And then he lost. Like he didn't win with it. I was like, "Yeah, what is happening?" <laughs> but yeah, love that move. Yeah, I w- I wish I wish that was her finisher too. But I do like the straight jacket, uh, um, German. It's better than the uh, all Japan guys move that I can't remember. Kento, Kento? the uh, the shutdown one. Oh. That one sucked oh. comparably. So, oh my, sorry. Had to, you just shoot him, bro. All right. That's what I do on these things. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm not. I'm not sorry at all. Uh, but yeah, I enjoyed this match. I enjoyed this match. You know, Meltier wins. I, I was trying to think of all their matches. This was probably there with the Mafia Bella one for me. Probably like the Mafia Bella one a bit more. But um, yeah, Mafia Bella one was better. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. Well, that's because you know Julia. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Um, Julia hates that. Yeah, I mean, th- th- this was a good match. Um, one of those where maybe it would have benefited from going a bit longer and having a bit more zest to it, you know? Like, I feel like these two teams especially could do a crazy closing stretch. Um, but, you know, for what we got, it was it was really strong. Um, and, you know, Meltier 
pretty good champions, I must say. Um, the next match then on the show was a Wonder of Stardom Championship match. It was Saya Kamatani defending against Mina Shirakawa. Uh, Saya wins in 20 minutes with a Phoenix Splash. Uh, as we all know, things kind of went a bit iffy at the end. Um, this was this was a pretty good to great match for uh, pretty much the entire duration. I thought it was a pretty strong match. Uh, it was a real nice mesh of how the two of them work with uh, you know Mina doing her limb targeting and uh, Saya kind of trying to overcome that and just do her her uh, her cool shit as as we like to call it. Um, and I I thought it was pretty great. Uh, Saya wasn't fully on her game. I think I noticed that. Um, especially with the, the schoolboy powerbomb. Like, she couldn't stay up in the bridge and stuff. Like, she had a few of those weird moments I, where see, she was a bit off. It's so weird. Um, this match was so weird, because yeah. I don't know if Saya is just insanely good at selling or if she was fucked, right? Because, like, I was convinced, and, like, everybody... So, to preface... This match is a stylistic match, mm-hmm. so if you like the style that they worked, this will be one of your favorite Saya matches of the year. And I'm saying that because I was watching it with dudes who liked the style that they worked and said it was one of their favorite Saya matches of the year. Um, but one weird thing about it was that it's like, up until that last, the, the Phoenix Splashes, I was fully convinced that she was just selling, right? 100% mm-hmm. the entire time. But mm-hmm. the Phoenix Splashes, I was like, did she like actually fuck up her leg during this match or did some like what what went wrong right because like it would make sense if she like botched the phoenix splash as like a as like a, a part of the match right yeah but that's not what happened like she's supposed to just hit it um and then she botched it twice right mm-hmm. so i was very confused um but i will say that aside great great performance by her if it was all selling but considering that last move you kind of have to question all of it right because like like the like the schoolboy that you mentioned like i i was talking with, with with the boys and they were like it's wild how much awareness she has that she sells the leg while she is pinning her opponent yeah like that is cool that's such a dope sell of and like that's such a great move and then she can't fully capitalize because of like that's perfect psychology is there this entire match was all about that type of thing and it was beautifully done but you also kind of wonder, it's like, how much of it was psychology and how much of it was Saya not being able to handle her knee getting fucked up yeah. in this match? You know, depending on how much it got actually messed up. Because, you know, wrestling's wrestling. The shit's going to hurt regardless to some degree. Um, but no, I, I get what you're trying to say. That's like certain things didn't necessarily feel the smoothest. And in my opinion, I thought that was meant for, like that was on purpose. But when you look at the finish, you look at, Saya's reaction afterwards, she felt really disappointed. You do have to kind of question that. Yeah. Um, Scott, what did you think of the match first? I thought the match, I thought it was the best match of the night, despite the finish. Um, Also, again, I'm going to hurt the main event. It had life to it, unlike the main event. And that's not a Micah problem, which I will get to. Anyways. I thought Mina was, you know, it was a tough, it was a tough day in the Scotty household. I had to uh, eat crow, real bad because Mina was good. 
um, in great. every way. She was good in the match. She was good in the post match. She was good in the backstage promo. I really, I it was a tough day. It was a tough day. Um, I had to accept a lot of losses that she had day. The Jericho jacket, bro. Yeah, we will. Well, don't worry. We'll get to all entrance. that. All right. I was gonna say the entrance jacket. Like she just had the superstar look down. Um, I thought her leg were like it's so it's so weird that she decided I'm gonna be you know better Bret Hart, but good for her. Um, maybe it's because she wears pink. Maybe maybe she's just like oh I have to I have to kill the leg. Um, she does figure four better than most. Like it feels convincing yeah. when she's doing it. Like you know some people just lock it in. And I'm just like can we can we hurry up. Um, but I thought, you know, and I was with, I was with Dylan. I thought Cy was just a really good seller and she was fine this past weekend. If you watch, um, her matches, like she didn't seem hurt at all, but of course there are tags. So, you know, you don't have to do much, but, um, I definitely, you know, it makes you think maybe there was something actually in pain there, um, because of the two screw ups. But it's okay. You know, it's a hard move to do. I can't get mad at her. It's the first time she really messed up. I know fans have been like terrible with Saya this past week. Um because that of the mess me off. up. Yeah. That it's like me off a lot. it's like this is wrestling. This is what they sign up for. They know it's gonna happen. Um but Mina kind of just got skyrocketed through this match and through what she did after. Yeah. Like she is now in a spot where it's like, how do you not give her the belt? And that's weird because I never thought I'd say that. And now I have to accept that. She probably <laughs> Bro, imagine how I feel. Out. I have to accept the fact that she deserves about more than Micah does. Yeah. Like, do, yeah. Do you know how that feels? It's true. <laughs> like That's she, so true. Like, then any of my any of my faves, like Mina, should yeah. probably get it before any of them. Yeah. And I'm I, not ready for that. And I know we're probably going to talk about the promo stuff after, yeah. but I just have to say this before: is that like if she, if and when she wins the belt, she should have a really short reign because that's what her character's built for. Like, yeah, it shouldn't be a long, dominant reign. Like, it should be three months max. Um, I think the moment's, the moment's what matters. My dog's barking, so I'm going to let you guys talk now. All right. Um, yeah, the thing with the finish is um, I, I I don't blame Saya because ultimately these things happen in, in pro wrestling. Um, and especially on a move as complicated as the Phoenix Splash, there's a reason that it is so special. Uh, that's because there is such a, a small margin of error. Um, do I think that she should have called an audible after the first one missed so badly and did the Firebird instead? I do. Um, yeah. But that's, you know, she's never been in this situation before, right? Like the end of a 20-minute big title match, potentially her leg hurting. She's just messed up the finish. She's not going to think on her feet like that. Um, but I definitely think if I was her, I'd have, you know, the, the best course of action would have been, okay, I've, I haven't been 100% in this match. I've messed up a few things. I just messed up the Phoenix. Let me do the Firebird Splash and just call that a day. Because the Firebird Splash is a pretty, you know, it's a pretty established finisher at this stage. Um, yeah. So if I like, I think that would have been the best course of action is when the first one misses so badly, you go with the Firebird as your alternative. Um, the Firebird also would have worked better because like I've seen wrestlers do one legged Firebirds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like selling their leg and like having to jump. Mm -hmm. Obviously, she shouldn't have done that because of the situation. <laughs> but like it's it's definitely something you could do with a fucked up leg. Yeah. Right. I yeah. mean, like not great but it's it's more doable than the phoenix splash right um 
I am very against the idea, and I we mentioned this briefly earlier. Um, I hate that a lot of people are calling for her to give up the Phoenix Splash. Um, this is not a this is not a Hazuki issue where she's hit it twice and both of them were bad, right? And I still think the Hazuki should try to do the fucking Suzuki Star Press again because I didn't think she fucked up that bad. That like I was like, oh, she could have gotten it a couple more times. Like, I, I am personally of the belief that you this this shouldn't be the end of her phoenix splash just because mm. she couldn't hit it you know in this match um but i wouldn't be surprised if they took it out of her out of her repertoire and that would really suck i i don't think they will honestly i mean people get hurt all the time on different moves like it is just a part of pro wrestling that was that was something was the was that like i would see people who like shat who who were defending like momo with the wrench uh like shitting on saya and i'm just like there's no way there's no way that you are being serious right now because that just doesn't work right like i'm not gonna i'm you know no disrespect to momo i think they're both similar in that it's like you know people mess up like it's it's not it's wrestling but like it is so much easier to it or no it's so much harder to mess up hitting someone with a with a object than it is to do a fucking corkscrew backflip moonsault like that that's incredibly easy to fuck up and she's fucked up once like you know like well twice in, but in one match, right? she's out because of it like it's that's true like you need to remember it, that it's yeah. a hard move yeah it's 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 very it, yeah it's very difficult um and she doesn't yeah. feel like compact she doesn't go far with it if that makes sense so like, no, you're, there's yeah, you're right. little room for error mm-hmm. I mean, that's, I said this to Dylan while you were gone, that's why it's a special move, you know? That's why it is so amazing that she does it, because it, it, it comes with that high degree of, of difficulty and that, you know, small margin of error. Uh, the best pro wrestling moves sometimes are going to be dangerous, and that's part of the parcel. Um, there's no point to take it off her unless she starts hurting people every time, you know? Like, that's a different case. If somebody's constantly dangerous... Um, but when you're wrestling hundreds of times a year, you're going to hurt people with almost every move eventually, you know? Um, I mean, look at fucking Hangman, bro. Like, a, a clothesline. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, that's it. Like, anything and everything can hurt a pro wrestler. And uh, it's easy to point fingers when it's a high-risk move gone wrong. Um, but she could have just as easily injured herself on the move, and I don't think anybody would be as angry. I think they're just angry because of how messed up Mina was rather than anything else. It's just a visceral reaction. Do you guys want to talk about the conspiracy theory? Oh god, what is that? That Mina was supposed to win and kick out of the Phoenix on purpose? Oh, I I kind of forgot about that. She kicked out of the Phoenix with the second one because she probably thought, oh, she didn't hit it yeah. right, let her hit another one. And the referee was like, no. We're not, we're not doing it. Yeah, they, they, they verified that was it Barb, I think, was doing yeah. the match? Um, he saw that she kicked out but knew that she was unable to compete so it was like technically a ko victory mm. if you want to call it that but it was it was just a win right like if you want to get into the semantics i think they like preface that it's like yeah she might have kicked out but she was done uh that was kind of the referee's decision in kayfabe so um but yeah that's that's crazy <laughs> um everything about it sucks we didn't even mention she she uh fucked up her jaw because uh, Saya came down on her knee or on her face with her knee. It uh, was so her. It was her she boot. Was like, she basically fucking... kicked her. Oh, it was on her bo- the face. Oh, fuck! It was a stomp. Yeah, yeah. Like it was basically just a kick right to the mouth. Um, with how she landed because it was kind of the whiplash of her leg that took it as well. Um, very nasty. Very nasty. Um, but 
you know, it's it's kind of weird pro wrestling in that sometimes when it gets very real and people are hurt, it's almost at its best <laughs> in some ways. Um, because like that I mean, it's, visual, it's, it's terrible to say. Sorry for interrupting. It's terrible to say, but it it fit the story of the match, kind of. right? Like her not being able to successfully do mm-hmm. a Phoenix Splash after getting her entire leg just destroyed for twenty minutes makes sense. Yeah, even though it it ended the worst possible way. Yeah, <laughs> not worst possible way, but in a terrible way. You know, go yeah. on. Sorry. Um, but I mean, Mina comes away from this better in a better position than she went into the match like her entrance was fantastic the robe was amazing uh she's one of the wrestlers who really came off like a big star on the show and uh like her two promos after were just so great like the the post-match promo that got translated so good you'd almost want to write about it yeah ain't that right <laughs> he's the only one who does that's the thing is that's like there's there are plenty of instances in wrestling where i'm just like damn i could write about that and i never do <laughs> i have once you know what i mean but yeah that's that's scotty's territory but no you're right that's like it just it felt like something yeah you know it made you feel things and that right scott like to make fun of me for and that right scott shut up alex <laughs> <laughs> I've, been, I've been waiting a week for this revenge it's it's great um but, um... Dylan, you have to understand. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're not just going to let this oh, go. <laughs> you have to understand. So I wrote this article just off the, you know, like I listened to the uh, the uh, translated interview. I watched it. I listened to it. Yeah. I read it. You know, all that good stuff. And I was like, oh, I just got to write about this now because otherwise I'm not going to write about it. So I did that. I didn't look at my phone. I wrote it in 40 minutes. Go back to my phone after I'm done with it. And Alex says, I almost want to write about this promo. And I go, you got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's so good. I love that shit. I love that shit. You fucking, you plagiarized so even though you didn't. Bad. I didn't yeah. plagiarize anything. Know, that's the worst that's part. The joke. That's the joke, yeah. Oh, man, I love oh, that. Man. I, that's then, the thing about wrestling, though, too. is that it's like, it's like there's so many cool things in wrestling, but two writers are going to find the same thing cool eventually, right? Like, that's just going to happen. And it sucks because then it's like, oh, man, I have, like, the same opinion. <laughs> but I want to yeah. say it. But, yeah, that that is funny. That's a good bit. That's a yeah. good bit, Alex. Good, thank good you. Job. Thank you. Um, so uh, Mina's first promo was right after losing. Um, she said, I can place blood and despair. I've lost my teeth and my hopes. How do you, how you come up with that with your teeth literally bent out of shape? I do not know. That is amazing. She followed that up even better. The post-match promo. Uh, I I do think it's shitty that they sent her out to do this press promo with her teeth bent out of shape, um, admittedly. But it did result in... Uh, that seems like something she would want to do. I don't think I transcribed it all if you need it, by the way. Uh, yeah, yeah, please do. It's, it's on the Voice of Wrestling article if you just want to. All right, okay. But but no, I like because you. I mean, like Utami, like people don't have to do the post matches. Like it's pretty clear, right? Right. right, right. Like after like Utami after the the Mayu match, right? I was super interested in what she said after the afterwards, right? She just cried and walked away. Like she she was she just walked away. Like she was just crying, walking through the press. So I was like, oh okay. Um. So I, I Mina definitely wanted her time, right? Um. 
maybe it's because she's like a she's a showman and she gets it and she's like this is gonna get me a lot more this is gonna make me look infinitely better than me just walking away right maybe maybe it's that maybe she just you know had something had it on her mind um, yeah. but i don't think it was like a oh go out there go out there and do it because they don't do that shit i mean if, if you don't if most people don't do these fucking promos you know what i yeah. mean yeah mm-hmm. um well i have the transcribed promo um so mina said why is it that what i want is so far away and i can't get it is that why i want it so much it's frustrating I can't help being frustrated, but no matter how many times I thought I couldn't do it anymore, that's what made me keep on living to grasp hold of my dreams because dreams are my hope. That's why if I don't show fans that I'm going to crawl out of this hell, I'm not a pro wrestler. I lost my teeth along with my jaw and I couldn't even take the belt. It's really an explosion of sadness. I will definitely shake off my fatigue to become the hope for everyone to live is what keeps me going. I'll start over again and get strong. Thank you very much. Now, the visual of Mina, teeth bent out of shape, blood coming out of her lip, bearing her soul in this promo. It is just, it's one of those points where the bubble bursts on pro wrestling and it just feels very real, right? Like that's, that's, that's the best pro wrestling is when you're kind of like, okay, this is, this is legitimate. This is real. It's why I think people like Eddie Kingston so much you watch any of his best promos and it's him just being a real dude like i i hate being alive and i just want to wrestle and everybody's like hell yeah preach um and that was kind of this mina promo it was very real you know um and it's hard not to empathize with her and want to root for her after seeing this because just the visual of it was incredible but the words as well carry so much weight you know like that one of like if i don't show fans that I'm going to crawl out of this hell I'm not a pro wrestler. That is just amazing. Um, you could also tell that it's real because like um, this is like a, a this is a Dylan reference, a real niche one. Um, there was that one video where Tam and Taichi pranked Unagi and Mina mm-hmm. um, and it was like really funny like Taichi just started shitting on her being like you guys aren't real wrestlers, you're models. Tam told him to say that all, obviously. Taichi's not an asshole like that. Well, mm. you know. Um but so then afterwards, like Tam's like, oh, it was a prank, haha. And then like they're like, oh, okay. And they like calm down, and then Mina just starts crying, like she just bursts out crying. She's like, you don't understand how much this means to me. Mm-hmm. Like that wasn't funny, right? This this means way more to me than you will under- ever understand. And uh, you know, New Japan means more to me than you will ever understand. So hearing that from a New Japan wrestler broke my heart, and that really hurt. And, like, she was being real, like, it was, like, a real moment amongst this, like, oh, funny prank, Tai Chi just kind of, you know, big league them, haha. She just started, she just started crying. Like, she was just, like, it was a real, it was a real moment where it's, like, this is, this is more important to me than you will ever know. So, that really hurt, just so you know. Right. You know, like, and I, I thought back to that, and I was, like, damn. Like, and she, she eventually was, like, it's okay, though. And then, like, they started joking again. But, like, I just think back to that. It's, like, Mina takes this very fucking seriously. Right. Like, Obviously, you have to if you're a wrestler, but like this, this is a very like she is very in it, you know. I mean, similar to like you said to Eddie Kingston type, right? Whereas like you're really like this isn't just like a you know this isn't her talking from a character or even her just being upset that she's hurt as a person or what like this is this is her fucking life, you Mm -hmm. know. This is like very very important to her, um, and yeah, I think that 
but you don't even need to know about the fucking you know the the youtube videos i've seen that i found translated around fucking the internet like you don't need to know that to know that that's what you get from this promo um but just the little things you notice about mina over the past couple of years you could you could tell this is really fucking serious to her yeah and yeah obviously well wishes to her. like this is her um i can't remember the name of it is a high noon is that the Eddie Kingston promo? Yeah, yeah this I is knew. her high noon. Like this is her. Like yes, is. you, you cannot watch this without being moved to to root for her in whatever she does. Um, Man, I gotta watch high noon again. I I feel like a lot of people are like, oh well, Mina's gonna win the white belt now. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, stardom doesn't work like that. <laughs> um, no, you guys, no. like that's not how they function. Uh, that is that is that was the uh, entire that was just jungle jungle Kiona's entire yeah, career yeah. was oh well she has to win the white belt now <laughs> like there's no way that that just happened to her and she's just gonna fail again and then she failed yeah. again every time and it's like damn that's wild it's <laughs> so like uh, her yeah. her coming back and just beating sire or something as a lot of people predict I don't I don't see that being the move um, it should be like if they were smart you've got a bona fide baby face right there to, to you know have a feel good moment. Um but I would imagine she does get the SWA belt at least. Um and that will be just as nice because I'm sure they'll be able to spin it quite well. Um but either way once she comes back like everybody's gonna root for her. She's gonna she's gonna be very popular. because um, we don't really know when she's coming back. She's out of tag league. Waka's replaced her. There's no real word on Back. She, she put on instagram that she's still in bad shape yeah um, i mean it's, it's probably it's like a while to it's fix the, her teeth like yeah. her teeth were literally bent out of shape like it's, it's gonna take a while her entire bottom yeah um, fucked. especially because this is a random thing to know the bottom row of teeth is worse because i think there's less um uh, nerves there or something so they have to be more precise with it whereas yeah. they can just with the top, they can like inject one part or whatever, and it, it numbs a lot of it. But with the bottom set, it's a lot more difficult. I, I'm pretty sure. So, um, Mr. Dentist over here. Yeah, I don't know where I picked that up, honestly, but uh, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's what it was. Like the bottom teeth are worse to get done because there's just the nerves are work differently. Um, but that was the Mina thing. Um, you know, a, a weird case of a mistake launching her into the stratosphere and uh souring people on saya who's been the golden child all year um and kind of overshadowing that does make uh, kind of overshadowing a real coming out performance for mina in uh in a great match but um with that we are on to the main event this is the world is still the best in the world just hell yeah still the best uh, this world. is the world of stardom championship match siri beat micah in 26 minutes uh scott you seem to have very strong thoughts on this one i just want to get one thought out there on this match and then i'll hand it over to scott um this match to me was proof in the pudding that micah isn't really her on the level that a lot of her colleagues are <laughs> you know like micah is she not her because she'll never be her you know what i mean like on this one show we saw mina you know look like a real star I thought Natsuko Tora looked like a real star. Uh, Tami obviously exudes charisma. Sayakamitani, you know, all of these colleagues of hers looking really well. I'm going to have to bang my head um, to this fucking desk. That's crazy. But I never got that <laughs> sense of, like, overwhelming <laughs> charisma from Micah when she came out for this or at any point during it. Like, it really just feels like she's missing that little bit 
and I don't know how they're going to crack it because she just doesn't come across as natural to me all that much. Um, and I think it really hurts her, especially on a stage like this where, you know, Shuri is this supernova. And when you come out to this match on a show where so many people have looked like big stars, she just kind of, it was just kind of like, oh yeah, she's not, she doesn't belong kind of in that. Her hair looked good. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so yeah, that was my thing. That was my main takeaway from this <laughs> match was that I, I think this was big proof that despite Micah being amazing in ring, she just hasn't got that last bit of like charisma or star power or anything like that to really push her over the edge. And if they could find it, she'd be perfect. Um, but yeah, she doesn't really have it at the moment. Um, but yeah, I'll let Scott go because he seems to have some strong thoughts. Oh, I always have strong thoughts. Just a matter if I say them or not. Um, <laughs> I also this, have strong thoughts, but this on. time, well, yeah, you you can you can close it out. You can make it seem like Mina, not Mina. Micah is uh, good. Um, so, so my biggest problem with these Micah title matches, right? And and, and this is how they're booked. They're booked to be the middle match between a big match and a big match right mm-hmm. so sure you know after the five star micah got the big win in the tournament micah's clearly not gonna win but she's gonna go in there she's gonna have a title match blah blah, blah, blah. and then you know the champion will go on to dream queendom and face whoever the the problem is right is that you can make these predictable matches great you can it happens all the time. That's been Shuri's half of Shuri's reign has been doing that because Shuri has almost always never felt in jeopardy. But think, think about the matches. This felt more like the Nanai match than rather say the Risa Sarah match. And yes, the Risa Sarah match was very unique, but they created excitement. They created drama despite Risa Sarah having no shot at beating Shuri that night. And that's my problem with these Micah title matches is that she set up the fail in a lot of ways, obviously, but then she goes out there and, you know, she is, I said this to Alex, she is the Puro fans favorite Joshi wrestler because she does the big long epic. She does some cool moves and then she loses, right? You know, she's Zack Sabre Jr. And because Zack Sabre Jr. is never going to win the world title either. Sorry, Dylan. And, it's just, it's hard for me to care about Micah when this is her. This is her situation. This is her scenario at all times. I don't remember half this match. I watched it twice, and I don't remember half this match because it just felt so. Yes, fundamentally it was good, blah blah blah, but it had no drama, had no excitement to me. It was just a match where Shuri did it, had a good performance. Micah was fine, and so on, and we move on. I just think that is my biggest problem with Micah because I was turning around on Micah personally as someone that thought, you know, she's really starting to figure it out as a complete performer. And then, you know, you see her go in there and it's not, again, it's not, it's not completely her fault. She's just in this scenario where it's a lose, lose really. But that's my biggest problem because I think back to the match that Tommy had with Hazuki last year, Hazuki was never going to win that. But that was great. Yep. And I loved that match. And I even think back to Micah's match with Saya Kamatani earlier this year. Did I think Micah was going to win for a second? No, but I at least thought it was better than this. And maybe that's because I, of their personal story. I, I want, I'm going to. Dil- I'm Dil- going I, to wait, commit. hold on. Dylan, are you going to blame Siri for this? 
I am blaming Shuri for this. Oh, not completely, not completely, but no, there there is there is a a there's a problem with Shuri when it comes to drama in certain aspects, right? She has the best matches of anybody on average. She is she's I say Sai Kamatani is the best wrestler. Shuri is literally like an inch away from her, right? I I completely believe that she is one of the greatest wrestlers ever in my opinion. However, when she is tasked with bringing someone up, right? When she's tasked with a Hameka, when she's tasked with a Nanai, when she's tasked with a Micah, when she's tasked with a Mirai, in my opinion, I know some people really like that match, when she's tasked with those sorts of matches, it just doesn't fit. It's just Shuri wrestling someone who is going to lose to Shuri. That's all it is. And in her best matches, her matches against Julia, her match against Julia was one of my favorite matches of the year. It was absolutely remarkable. Her match against Risa Sarah, remarkable. Her, all of her matches in the fucking five-star, incredible. She had one of the best five-star, she had the best five-star of the red block, by far. Like, this isn't sh- me talking shit about Shuri. It's me saying that, like, this situation where Micah had to challenge Shuri just didn't, it wasn't, it wasn't Micah's thing to succeed in, in my opinion. Like this wasn't this wasn't a sphere where Micah was prone to success. I knew that from the jump. I knew that before the match started that the match wasn't going to be as good as Micah's match with Sherry last year, or as good as Micah's match with Sayakamatani, or as good as most of Micah's matches in the five star. Because that's just not the flow here in these Sherry matches. It, it when when she's paired with someone who the story works and things are meshing well and it like makes sense and it's not somebody who is clearly below her or someone who has no chance of winning that that that's fine like her matches with like i said with julia phenomenal tam phenomenal like she has great matches but in this specific lane i don't think shuri thrives and i i think yes micah micah it's partially micah's fault because every match every i don't think this is a bad match let me preface that i i didn't find this match bad i thought it had a lot of great stuff to it but a match is is two people right or it's four people or it's how many people are in it it's both of their faults that this didn't live up to necessarily what everybody would have wanted. But I do think that people jump on the Micah thing where it's like, oh, well, she's never going to win. She challenges too much and it, it overexposes her. That's true. But I don't think that like that takes like I don't think that Micah's output here was the problem. I think the way this match was set up, I think the way that Shuri matches usually go um, in this title reign, it just wasn't going to work between the two of them. I think the fact that nobody could even buy for a half a second that Micah could conceivably win completely took the entire air out of it. I don't think this is a Micah issue. I think it's a booking issue. I think it is a uh, Shuri's title matches not fitting certain challengers issue. Um, I think it's a lot of issues, but I don't think it's just, oh, Micah isn't there yet. Maybe she's not. I'm not saying that she is, but I don't think that is the issue of this match. Was the issue that 26 minutes was not needed for when Micah didn't have a chance because it wasn't 20 it wasn't it it wasn't 26 minutes of Micah proving herself or 26 minutes of Siri being pushed to her limit it was essentially 26 minutes of Siri just waiting to win right um yeah which no that was that was my issue with the match personally was like it didn't even seem like it was that long like I wasn't like it wasn't like the length but it was just damn I'm just going to wait until Shuri wins so I can see what happens yeah. after. And that sucks because I love Micah and I think Micah is an extraordinary wrestler. The fact that that was my mindset in this, she hit the Michinoku driver. And I was like, damn, 
Like I wasn't hyped. I wasn't excited. I wasn't yeah. like, oh my God, she hit my one of my favorite moves of all time. I was like, damn, she's gonna let her kick out of that shit. That that was my reaction. And that sucks. Cause they work well together too, which is which is also annoying thing, because they had a great match last year. You know what I mean? Like I, I I think it's more I don't think this is a Micah issue. I think it's a pairing issue. I think it's a lot of things, but I don't think this is just like, oh, Micah's just not there. I think she could be there in a second. You know, like that that's that's truly how I feel. Um and again, no no slighting to Shuri, uh, but I think she has certain title matches that just don't work for her opponent and make her opponent look like like a fucking fish out of water, like somebody who's drowning. You know what I mean? Um, same thing happened to Hameka. And I mean, I know Hameka, like Hameka's a worse wrestler than Micah, but, you know, same thing happened to Nanai, who's like, that should have been probably better. Same thing happened to Mirai. Like, it, it's just a thing that's like, Sometimes Shuri's greatness is like too much for the opponent to handle and the flow just doesn't work. Right. I think that was kind of the case of this one. Plus 26 minutes just to wait for Shuri to win sucked. Yeah. I'll stop. Yeah. I mean, there there have been complaints about the Siri title reign from a lot of people. And I think a lot of it does boil down to her matches being quite predictable and how she does them and lays them out. You know, she does the grappling, she, she kicks them a bit, her opponent gets a lot of room to do cool offense, and then Siri's just like, all right, I'm winning now, right? Um, and the best matches of hers have changed that up. Because I think everybody enjoyed the yes. Tam match. Everybody enjoyed the Sarah match. Uh, I enjoyed the MoMA match. I don't know about everybody else, because that, was, that felt was, different. I, I like that. Um, yeah. But I, I mean, I have seen the complaints about Siri's matches, and I do think a lot of it is that she she just doesn't change up how she does it. And you you either adapt to that and work with it, or you get left behind, kind of like Hameka did. Um, I thought Micah lived up to it a bit, but uh, I definitely yeah. just... I mean, this is one of Shuri's... Like, it was probably, like, the middle of the road for Shuri defenses. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't think it was bad. Yeah. I thought it was quite good. Um, relative... Like, I, she's had some... She's had some, quite frankly, like, not good match. Like, her match with Mayu should have been infinitely better, right? Like, that was, like, oh, yeah, that was yeah. disappointing. Yeah. Um, you know, like like, this wasn't disappointing it was just like damn i wish wish this had more you know i wish this had more to it i wish i was more i don't know i wish it was different that, that that's I, that's I, where i was at with it i think the one thing i have to bring up is that yes like shuri has her this is this is her match like this is how she designs it but this is how micah designs her matches too this is an epic mm. it's the epic that micah doesn't go away from so like this was always going to be the match like I, I didn't see this changing in any way, right? They're going to do the grappling at the beginning and they're going to do whatever, so on. It's going to go long. That's just how she's designed. I think that's why my favorite Micah matches are in the five star Grand Prix most of the time, because she can't do this. Like that's I think she's really good at not having to do the epic, yet that's what she chooses to do in her main events. The only one I like or love, I should say, I like them. Like, I agree with Dylan. This wasn't a bad match. I think this was a good match. It's not as high as people have rated on a cage match, but that's a different conversation for a different day. Um, but is the Sayakamatani one from earlier this yeah. year? And that's because it felt different. And I think, and I do think the problem can go to Shuri too. It's because neither of them are going to change up their styles, Micah and shuri they're going to have the same epic long match even if it's not even you know in the question of who's winning at least with saya right saya just brings a different and saya matches are actually kind of long which i never really realized which is a 
credit they to move her. fast they yeah. constantly move fast yeah right that's her style and i think that's why that one works so much better than this mm-hmm. one for me is that even though i didn't think micah was winning at least it was different from the long epic main event red belt style which is again what she did with utami last year and that's utami's style so maybe that's also the problem but you know mike is in these tough spots so it's like she's almost set up to fail and struggle in a lot of ways um but i bring up the hazuki one from last year because i thought that match was actually great and you know that was also in the same scenario of well hazuki's not winning yeah there's not a shot she's winning so that's kind of where i brought that into but i i understand where dylan to be fair i think i think hazuki is not you can't do it with Hazuki because Hazuki, every single time I've known she wasn't going to win, I have bit. That's she just, you. She just has that's that. That's just you. I know. <laughs> Shut up. She had but a no, great near I, fall last year. Like, I remember that. Yeah. Like, like she, I mean, that's the appeal of FWC oh, matches. That's like FWC could win at any fucking point because they're just, that's just their nature. Right. right? right. So, but I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I just, I thought to the entire Shuri reign and I was like, where does this, match up in my mind because i do like the mirai match even though mirai had no shot i can understand why people wouldn't um but it is in that nanai conversation it is in the hameka conversation because it's like yeah it was fundamentally good and there are good moments and blah blah blah, but it could have been so much better they never created drama it was just a wrestling match that was to pad the reign of shuri at the end of the day okay um and there are some people who will just enjoy that right like some people don't care about all this shit that we're talking about yeah it's the pure yeah fan. like and they're it's the pure I've, I've seen a lot of high praise from this from people who are just like yeah they're two wrestlers they went in they did cool shit for 26 minutes and that's it's kind of how some people's brains are wired um i wish i could be yeah honestly, honestly. <laughs> great uh, i used to be but not not anymore i need i need that deeper now i need something deeper um but uh or them just kill each yes, other yes that that is always preferable um also uh micah has only let her tag team partners kick out of the mishinoka driver very cute i'm hanging on to that's it. not her finisher anymore so many people i'm hanging on to it. Um, i'm sorry anyway anyway no. we do have more stuff to do um <laughs> so after the match uh out strolls utami Hayashishta to challenge siri and they they set up a match for the eddie on show um Kami just like strolling out, hands in her pockets, looking cool as hell, is not fair. Um, and she, bro, I was in love with her for like five seconds. I know, it was I crazy. know. I was it's... Like, she looks so cool. Why does she look so cool? <laughs> it's getting really difficult with Utami, I'm telling you. <laughs> um, but uh, that's uh, that's the next challenge. Which I mean, we all kind of knew when she beat Siri in the GP that they might run it back. Um, and Eddie on is as good a place as Annie, really. Um, so that's that next match. The promos were. Pretty standard. Utami was like, "Hey, I see you want to repeat the five star humiliation?" And uh, yeah, that was that was about it. Um, and that's that show. We kind of knew that would take a while because there was a lot of uh, stuff that happened. I uh, did not expect things to get so heated sometimes, but you know what? Listen, <laughs> that's how this goes. <laughs> I'm a debater at heart, so I'm aware. Shout out Mina. She was the only person we agreed. Hell on. yeah. Um, now we have. Two more shows to review, but uh, only one of them was up as as far as like earlier today goes. Because I checked Stardom World earlier today, and there was one show up in full and one match. I watched the one show in full, and uh, apparently they got three more matches up in the time since. So um, we're going to review the November 5th Tag League show, and we're just going to take a yeah, look no, at the no, results no, for the other one. Yeah, no. Um, 
the the only tag league match that's up from that show is uh a, my fair lady so we're good. yeah no we're not we're not doing that um so this show was on november 5th uh this is in the nara convention center this is 307 fans in the opener starlight kid beat lady c and rocka with a moonsault uh kid won in about seven just under eight minutes when she pinned lady c um i hate this trope of oedo tai having more members than other people and working at like a handicap match it's so bad i do not want it i especially don't want it with lady c like what what who <laughs> booked this like who let this happen um so yeah this this wasn't any fun uh, at all and i never i hope they stop doing this i started this and i was like why am i doing this to myself and i skipped i it. understand honestly <laughs> yeah scott did you did you sit through this as well yeah it, it wasn't I, I i i've decided i need to be paid to watch lady c match oh because wow i don't think this lifeless. is a lady c problem I'm gonna no be but every match she has is lifeless to me now like like i posted this funny thing on my private once upon a time where like how you know you have queen's quest and the big three and then lady c's there just to ruin the mood for me every single time it's like oh there's they're awesome and then it's like oh it's lady c Queen's Quest does have a ton of cushion to just be bad. Mm. Like, yeah, they like sure they, do. They have, they have, in my opinion, three of like the top five wrestlers in the company. Well, maybe not top five. Three of like the top like seven or like eight. Wrestlers just say in the ten, like a normal number. <laughs> because no, realistically, Utami is not number ten. Man, what the fuck? But why like is top this, why 10's is... just normal. <laughs> well, no, because there's like twenty five people on the roster. That's not saying much. That's oh, they're they're better than half of the good. roster. They're the best. Ro- they're like the best roster in the world. I think it's okay. <laughs> Tony Khan can't book his roster, so it's like this is clearly the best roster. Oh my god, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, also, I always time, do that. No, I always, I always do like top eights and top sevens, just, <laughs> just to be, just because it like makes my brain feel fun, like nice. That, that's it. So Tommy's eight. Is that what you're saying? She's probably top. Yeah, she's probably seven or eight. All right, all right, got it. Everyone remember that Dylan said Tommy's eighth best wrestler oh, in this company. Oh, man, oh. fuck you. No, that's not. You're just. You're. <laughs> this is bait. You're baiting. Wait, 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 bait. wait. This wait, is not wait, fair. Wait. So I assume it's it's Utami, Saya, and Azumi, right? Because knowing you, you might throw Hina in there. No, no, <laughs> okay. no. All right, that's good. Okay. Hina's Hina's the best, like under no. eighteen. Anyway, in the world, um, but... she, okay. uh, yeah, Queen Quest has, uh three great members and three okay yeah you go guys um and that's about it um the next match on this show was a blue goddess block match it was amisori and mirai wrestling to a 15 minute time limit draw with you and cowboy nanai um the return the crackers return of pre-match promos and oh boy what a return uh amisore is still like far too serious and it's really funny like she's like she's a tree she is like she over explains everything and it's it is comical i don't understand she's why strange intensity. yeah she's just speaking and you're like okay please don't hurt me lady um and then marai <laughs> finishes it as she does exquisite promo from marai um and then came you and nanai and you you was fine you know you you is a good talker um, but Nanai was like, "We're gonna eat them up. They're 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 like deer deer crackers. Yeah, deer crackers. I like deers. 
deers are yeah. cool. Don't you think deers are cool, you? He was like, yeah, we could we could go see. Yeah, you okay. was just like, all right, sure. And then I was just calling him crackers. I was like, this is this is unironically the funniest shit ever. Um, and then out out, out they go to Nanai's entrance theme, and Nanai looks like a cowboy. And honestly, she's doing the work of her career. <laughs> she's doing the best work of her career. I I don't know why I was ever anti Nanai. She is the best ever. Um. You listen to the haters. I did, I did. I'm so sorry, Nanai. Please allow me into the church of Nanaiism. I will repent for my ways. Um, I like Ami and Marai as a team now because their entrance looks nice with uh, Ami's... Okay, listen. Uh, Ami has that nice green gear and then Marai has like the shade of blue and they look really good together and I'm like, hell yeah, let's get into it. and yeah, I thought this was a really, really good match. Uh, Yu is an absolute beast. I saw her have like two yeah. fantastic tag matches over the last few days because uh, the Sendai show aired where it was Team 200KG against Asuka and Aja Kong. And Yu was chopping the shit out of Aja Kong. She was taking no shit. What a wrestler. Yu is so amazing this year. Uh, shout out to Yu. And uh, she was really good in this match. I thought Nanai was pretty good. Ami was doing some really fun chop exchanges with people. Mariah is Mariah. She's fighting for her life. Yeah, bro. dude. The Mariah and the you finishing stretch was awkward. I thought Mariah and Ami started to like mess yes. stuff up right towards the end. Um, but then Mariah just threw some cool lariats and everything was okay. But um, yeah, this was really, really good. I, I don't think everything was okay. I'll no, just... no, probably not. Uh, and I'll talk about that after. But um, yeah, I thought this was a really, really good tag match with a lot to enjoy. Um, what about you, Dylan? Yeah, you you was a mm-hmm. beast. Um, and I was just yelling for the hell of it. Like I noticed yes. that. Like she was just they were just doing chain wrestling. Oh She's like God. ah, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> like I don't know why. Like she does that in every match, but I don't know why it like like was like noticed because here. now she's um, in a well mic'd small stardom show. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. not some <laughs> just screaming. yeah, not some rinky dink seedling show or some shit or like an ice ribbon uh Yokohama show where the the mic is a uh far away from the ring. Uh she was screaming right at Sony, you know. Yeah, like she just she she gets a wrist lock, just starts yelling. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck are you okay? Passion. Um but yeah, like I like I said, yeah, passion. Um Ami was fighting for her life. Like she was like left to dry for a while in this one. She's just getting her ass beat, and then like I guess it was fatigue that like when when Mariah like tried to get her back in on things, she was just like I can't fucking do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like she's like she could not lift Mariah up for a double team. She could. She was just like I am not. I'm not capable no more. I'm done. <laughs> I am tired. <laughs> so that was kind of the that was kind of near the end with Ami, and then Mariah also wasn't like she just kind of started slipping up a bit. Uh, and then it went to a draw. And yeah, I thought it was it was good. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Scott? Well love love seven up in this town. Oh yeah. They're just out of their minds. Um and I I do agree on the uh, new errors. Is that their yeah. name? The Kyokos, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think they just have a better tag team feel now because of Ami's new gear and you know, just the entrance song's killing me, but it's okay. I'll get over it. I won't. I won't get over it. Think happy um, thoughts. Think happy thoughts. <laughs> I know. I try. I really do. I thought Mariah was awesome in this. Um, her and you had a good like sequence in the middle of the match where they were just 
forearming and chopping the shit out of each other. I was like, this is this is what I sign up for with the subscription. This is all I care about. Is this little like two minute exchange that you know makes the match infinitely better? Um, yeah, the slap after which you're gonna talk about was like, whoa, all right, these these two kind of want to wreck each other. But I had a lot of fun. I I like them getting the draw. I thought it was good for Ami and Mirai to you know stand up to the outsider team. Like it's just which is really funny young. given they both debuted in Stardom yeah. this year. <laughs> yeah, which is crazy. Um, I I was gonna make a joke about how. Uh, the two TJPW wrestlers were the best part of the, about this, but I'm going to say correct. It because it's, you would be correct. It's true. Yeah. So good, right, job, yeah. good job, TJPW. And then way, to, the... way, to, way to fail them oh, and let oh, them go off and oh, be better. Oh, I don't oh, think Jesus they failed Christ, you. I don't, think, I, I don't think we can say they failed you. No, I think you just Yeah, left. she wanted to do Europe. They, they, they failed Yeah, she right. wanted to do a European tour and wrestle three minutes. So. Wrestling Eve's you. Never oh, forget yeah. it. I always forget that you was like a TJPW. Yeah, it's... um. I remember her and Miyu Yamashita was one of their first matches that got buzzed, but it was like yeah. really long and didn't show any of Miyu's strengths. So I thought Miyu was bad for a while because I only saw that one match with you where they were like doing like judo stuff. And I was like, all right, cool, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I remember judo. that. Um, but anyway, the two girls from the supposedly friendly pro wrestling group, uh, after the match, like <laughs> you leathered the fuck out of uh, Mariah. Oh, you was mad. Like I don't know she... what about, but like she was like throwing her gear. Oh, yeah, like, no, but then like, fucking... the slap was there was some sauce yeah. on it, and then she was throwing forearms as well, and she threw another slap be- right before she left, and Mariah was in that shocked state of I'm gonna cry if I move or breathe or do anything, so I'm just gonna stand here. She was shocked, yeah. and. uh she stood there for a good yeah, minute. Yeah, and then she, like, threw a strop as she was going to the back. Like, that was wild. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they're working. I don't know if they're shooting. Either way, if they wrestle again, I hope it's murder, because murder is cool. Um, but yeah, that was that was really zesty, that post-match. Like, you was putting some stink on them slaps. It didn't feel... It didn't feel like a work. No. Like, cause like, you know what these kind of things are like meant to be, where it's like, oh, just like a bit of a tussle. Like, you just walked up to her and slapped the shit out of her. And Mariah was like, like, what the fuck just happened? Did you just do? And then it was, it like got like hot, right? It was crazy. Um, but yeah, uh, let, let's move on to the next match. I'm a takeover. Um, next match was Meltier versus, um, O2 line. It I wasn't just got even so scared. Why? Because I didn't know what was next, and the way you said that, I was like, oh, dear God, what happened? No, it's it's, it's Meltier versus O2 line. It wasn't a tournament match, because um, these next two matches weren't tournament matches for some reason. Um, they just kind of Yeah, happened. I messed that up on my results article. Don't, we'll yeah. just move on. Well, yeah, but, um, but yeah, Meltier defeated O2 line. This is the first time Meltier had like a clean match where they could just like win. Right, <laughs> like, because like the past couple yes. weeks, they've just, they've just been getting their asses beat. Like, they they obviously won the title match, but like they just had to deal with so much bullshit. In this match, they finally got to like just bully someone, and uh, because of that, I didn't really like it that much. I thought that like Meltier's like heat was a bit like uh, and also O2 line, weird. O2 line kind of like, you know what they're gonna start doing from now on, right? Because like yeah. they they had the same match with FWC and it was good, but. Now it's like, oh, they had it with Meltier too, and it it just wasn't as good, right? And I was like, oh, this is just gonna be this is just gonna be our life for a few weeks. Yeah. Huh? Um, yeah. as Azumi fans, that kind of sucks because mm-hmm. it, it is pretty much just her doing a hot tag 
and then tagging back out for me to get her ass beat again. So, you know, I wasn't I wasn't a fan of this one. I, I got pretty bored of it. Um how how did you feel, Scott? I thought Miu was in the match too long. <laughs> that yeah. was my biggest takeaway. I was like, why is she in here? Like I know she's a wrestler, she has to be, but it's like, ah, Azumi and Tam's good, Azumi and Natsupoy's good, Miu and them are eh, I I'm good. I'm, like I, I'm I, good. I I said it last week that like Miu is a fine seller. Like Hazuki got a lot out of her last week. Um but well, like the, I mean mm-hmm. Well like I, I would say I, I would say Hazuki beating the Shafra was pretty fun. Like for me at least. I agree. Um, no, I agree. And I just felt like this like Meltier beating the Shafra just wasn't as fun, right? Like it just was like, oh okay. It felt a lot longer than it I thought it than it was. It was like ten mm-hmm. minutes. It felt mm-hmm. it felt like an eternity, I'm gonna be real. Um so yeah, I wasn't wasn't a fan of this one. Not supposed to want the fairy gift. And yeah. Well, I thought this was a pretty solid Kevin performance. I won't lie to you. Um, Her and Azumi have some good. Yeah, well, no, I'm not. But (laughs) her and Azumi. You said yes. You said yes. I heard it. Um, Her and Azumi had some cool uh, tag moves, like tag combos and stuff. And yeah, I mean, I thought it was a solid Kevin performance. I don't know. I didn't didn't hate it. Here's my problem, right? The next day, they put Azumi and Utami together. And I was like, you, Mm. you people. You know, you have one job. You could have gave me that. Instead, I have to see this. Like, Sayakamatani could have made a Miyu Amasaki match. Well, no, it would be the same thing as the Asami matches. Yeah, but, but, like, I don't know. I really wish Utami and Asami were teamed up in this. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Um, next match then on the show was Sayakamatani and Utami Hayashishita beating Saeeda and Mayu Uwatani. Uh, Utami beats Saeeda in. Eight and a half minutes with the uh, floating German suplex. So, um, solid to good tag match, I thought. Uh, Mayu and Saya were going out at the start, and I was like, hell yeah, let's get into this. Um, and yeah, what ha- what followed is a pretty strong tag match. Um, kind of hurt by the fact that it wasn't a tag league match, and I was kind of like, all right, I yes. just want to get this over with. Um, but, you know, the work itself was good. That was the one thing that brought it down for me. Because, like, I thought everybody... Like each pairing brought a different combination and a different like style to the match, and I really liked the way that they like kind of paced it and like formed it. I really liked it, but it just didn't matter, right? And I know that you know like mattering doesn't really matter, like whatever. Um, but like if this was like a tag league match, I would have been going crazy for this. Like this would have been great. Shut up. I know that sounded weird, but just go with it. Um, Aphrodite did not do the backflips because uh, <laughs> Utami has a title match now, so she doesn't want to kill herself. So that's good. Uh, <laughs> Scott. Yeah, Scott, what do you think? I, I, I think Aphrodite's winning tag league. Oh, uh, nah. nah. Oh, wait, Cause I wait. Because I think Saya's losing vote. the title, and they're going to do Meltzer well, versus Aphrodite. Well, no, because, because I'm, I'm pretty no? sure that Utami will be Kairi's challenger at Sumo. Kyrie. Oh. Whoa. Oh, white, white belt. I forgot that she was gonna have a belt. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. no, I was, oh, I was like, I was like, Kyrie ain't winning that belt, but I realized you're talking yeah, about the other so one. So I think they're doing Tommy. No, you got Kyrie me there. Has... So all right, still my Hime then. Yeah, yeah, it's my Hime over Aphrodite still. Um, Aphrodite is having a good showing though. I mean, I've, I've been yeah, liking them are. tagging together recently. 
Well, that's why I thought they were going to win because, like, oh, they look like they care. <laughs> that's crazy. Oh, oh, there was one match. There was one part of this match. Saya broke up the Itabashi by jumping on oh, Ito, which sick. just crunched yeah. Utami's entire body. <laughs> I suspect that Saya might be trying to kill Utami and is being super low key about it. Because, like, she's just like, yeah, let's do a backflip. She's like, I don't think I could do a backflip. Sure, you can. And then it's like she almost dies, right? And she's like, she's like, oh, you need saving? And she's breaks her back and i was like what the fuck was... <laughs> why would you do that <laughs> just push her um so yeah i think i think saya might be might be plotting conspiring all right okay um i mean it's in fairness if i had to stand next to tommy all the time i too would want her dead probably like the jealousy yeah. would get to me that's valid um but that is that match uh the next match was Hazuki and Koguma beating Saki and Waka Skiyama in under nine minutes with uh, Hazuki pinning Waka with a vertical brain buster. Um, listen, I watched this match earlier today and I couldn't tell you a single thing that happened. Uh, there was a point where Hazuki boot the shit out of Waka and I was like, this is great. This is great. This is a beast. Hazuki Yeah, Waka so up. like that in itself means this was a great match, but I mean, Saki was there, so maybe not. I don't really know. No, I I actually think that Saki and Waka work way better than anybody works with that is Waka. Absurd. Like this was the first time that this is the first time that Waka like felt like she was a part of a team and not just the sidekick. Like she like Saki like did double team moves with Waka. Like she made like it just felt like a tag team in comparison to oh, everybody and also Waka who's gonna lose. Like this was like the first time that, that has ever happened in stardom for me. And I was like, damn, like this wasn't great by any means, but like it just felt like Saki actually cared. And I was like, you know what, Waka, you could do this double team move with me. Come on. And it's like, you know what, Waka, you, you know, like it just felt like Waka like mattered to the slightest degree, which is crazy. And then she got her ass beat by Hazuki, which is also great. So I, I like this. I thought it was fun. They're, they're an actress girls together, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there you go. Didn't Why Saki, like, help like train Waka? Probably. Uh, I don't know, because Sa- Saki did colors. So, much. so I don't know. Was Waka not also colors? I'm pretty was sure she, she was beginning? beginnings. She was very new. Because really? it was beginnings was the new people. Oh, no. No. It no, was colors the other way. Oh, yeah. She probably did train her then. Yeah, colors. Still no wins. Nope. Hmm. Says a lot about the Saki training. No win in sight, too. So wait, that means no, no that means l- l- if we're going in a linear sense, Shinobu Kandori, Takako Inoue, and Emi Sakura have <laughs> partially trained Waka because they trained Saki, and Saki trained Waka. So Waka has a direct I mean, line yeah, you, like, to Shinobu Kandori. Yeah, I mean, like th- those sorts of things are kind of funny because, like, you think about it, uh, Natsuko's finisher is. Mako Satomura's finisher because Mako Satomura trained Kagetsu and Kagetsu gave Natsuko her finisher. Oh yeah. Or his finisher, sorry. So like, you know, I mean like <laughs> like Natsuko is is carrying on the Mako Satomura legacy <laughs> with her finish. So yeah. Crazy, honestly. But there are, there is crazy yeah. shit like that. Yeah. Um and then you know we have you know B Priestley allowing Manami Toyota to use Queen's Landing. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, <I'm... laughs> um, oh. Yeah. So true. The queen. Hell yeah. Um, the match after that was my Sakurai, Himeka, and Maiko of Don Del Mondo beating Momo Anabe, Saki Kashima, and Natsuko Tora of a way to tie. Uh, my Sakurai won when she got beat with weapons and won by disqualification. Um, this match started really like fast with my trying to beat the shit out of Natsuko Tora, and all of a way to tie, we're just like, sit your ass down. 
and they beat on her. Um, what I remember most was Momo having exchanges with Hameka and Micah because Momo is a fantastic wrestler and she has chemistry with both. And uh, those were real highlights of what was a, a good match. But, you know, um, Asaki and Tora eat segments are, are the death of me. Um, and obviously the DQ finish was just kind of a bit of a, you know, eye roll. So uh, there was some good work yeah, there. I, but, I saw the DQ and I skipped. Yeah, like there was some good work there, especially if you're into the Momo Hameka or Momo Micah pairings. Um, but yeah, definitely just nothing fantastic. Up. Uh huge pop for the finish. Them just beating the crap out of my that was hilarious. I was like, wow, that, they that must is be pretty like, funny. They must be in a time like they must just be behind on Twitter and saw all the people complaining about mine and were like, Yeah, let's just let's just hit her. I, <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um I don't remember anything else from <laughs> That's fair. Um main event of this show is a red goddess block match. Uh Tomoka Inaba and Siri beat Tekla and Julia in uh fourteen minutes when Siri Beat Tekla. Um, With a shitty little Ryu. Yeah, very, very poor. That's when she does it bad. Um, Mm. The pre match promos for this uh, Inaba and Shuri showed no personality whatsoever. Very disappointed. Uh, Mafia Bella just said Mafia Bella. And we love that for them. I love this is Julia's best bit, honestly. Like, this is better (laughs) than world champion red hair julia this is better than ball much julia? better than ball julia this is her best shit she's so funny here uh, i love it uh, her and tackler are just so committed to the bit it's hilarious um but yeah this was a pretty strong tag match color me shocked uh tomoki inaba kicked the shit out of julia at one point and you could see julia being like oh shit this is my future so um she <laughs> she works a little el stiffo brother um yeah this match reminded me of a bronx tale why? Mafia Bella. Oh. But no, because cause, cause Sherry recruited a young wrestler who uh, she sees a lot of talent right. in. And, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It was a good match. It was a good match. I, I, I love the Karate Brave demo. Like, I, I adore it. <laughs> I don't know why. That. Like, it's so, like, you're an ass. <laughs> um, no, it, it's so great. Like, it's just like, <laughs> like in, in the big venue. <laughs> In the, how She's dare you so disrespect Tomoka Inaba like that? How dare you? No, um, but in like a big venue, it doesn't really register. But when they do it in like the smaller venue where like people are like clapping and like cheer it, like care about it, um, they did it and everybody started clapping. I was like, yeah, that felt like cool. Like I like that. Everybody got it, right? Um, so I, I like that a lot. And then you know, I this match could have done with a lot more uh Tomoka offense, in my opinion. Like she, she mm. didn't. She just got beat up and then never came back in the match. Uh, except for to do the O's to sleep, um, which was a, it's a great move, but like she definitely could have done a bit more. Um, it was kind of just her getting beat up and Shuri just taking over the rest of it and hanging out. Um, but it, it, it was good. They all did a good job. You know, like I said, the O's to sleep, love that mm-hmm. move. Great move. Um, they yeah. hit it a bit so. weird though. I don't think they had it set up properly. And yeah, it, it was almost like they were. Tekla was a bit far yeah, away. Yeah, they were almost afraid of kneeing Tekla in the face. So it, it definitely came off a bit weird this time. Peanut was definitely already got a, a reputation as working hmm. stiff. <laughs> as she should. Um, yeah, Scott, Scott you, you were waxing lyrical about this one on Twitter. So. I was what? You were hyping it up on Twitter. What I do? Oh yeah, well that's because I enjoy both teams. Good, good tag match. 
I, I can't complain. Like, the rest of the show was so, like, whatever. So it's like, oh, this gave me life. This gave me excitement. I enjoy Inaba. Joy Shuri, Joy Tekla, Joy Julia. I just want to remind everyone, for every uh, time Alex is right about someone like Tomoka Inaba, he's wrong about five times about Mirai. So, you know, take that for what you will. All about Mirai. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, and well, hold, he, he also thought Amisuri was good. Hold, and hold, he, take that, he took that one your, back. He was right about Mirai. I love discourse. I. I was big on Mirai before you even knew who she was. I was watching Mirai Mayumi <laughs> I was in the trenches. I knew she was great. I just didn't think the stardom version was as good as the powerful baby face that she was. And it wasn't. No, At first, it really wasn't. wasn't. So I'm sorry. Uh, I thought she was great in TJPW. I knew she'd be great. And I just didn't like her presentation for a bit. I, I don't know where this slander is coming from. I have perfect instincts. Because every single stardom quest was insufferable when Mirai came up. <laughs> oh, it's not my fault uh, for them pushing her. Me, and I had to well, listen to that. Her. I had to listen to Rossi. Take it up well, with Rossi. I stopped for a while, to be oh. fair. I thought she was good, so it doesn't really matter. I'm not taking it up with Rossi. I enjoy Mirai. Blame Rossi. That's all. That's all I can say. Blame him Future, for other stuff. Future Wrestling Observer Newsletter yeah. Hall of Famer. Hey, Alex wrote a gro- a great article about that. Everyone should check that Hell out. Oh yeah, I never, I never plugged it on the show. I don't think because I wasn't. I know you definitely, did. Definitely, so I did it definitely not a dick writer. Don't worry. Oh my god. Whoa. I think the funny. I think the Whoa. best thing is that I genuinely don't care about the Hall of Fame and like. No, I know that's that's like the article the went out and I've shoulder shrugged since. But apparently there was like four days worth of people talking about it in uh, a Discord because they were all debating Rossi Ogawa and I was like, I literally moved you know, on was... with my life. Like I don't understand. It was a good article, and like I personally agree. Like, but I, I just knew I was like, oh, this is gonna be funny. Yeah. Like, I, the, people are gonna, people are gonna like debate this, they and did. this is just, this is Alex is doing. Yeah. This is Alex is doing, I, and I, I had to. Make I hope sure some people that. were like thoroughly annoyed. I really hope so. I hope the Sanchiro Takagi <laughs> voters lost sleep over it because you know. People were voting for Sinchi. Yeah, I've seen a lot of ballots with him on it, and I'm like, what is he even doing? <laughs> like, no offense. I mean, like DDT is cool, but like that's that's yeah. wild for him to like. Come uh, to who mind cares? That, Shin- Shinsuke Nakamura is in the Hall of Fame. Who cares? Um, anyway, we have another show. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna comment on that because that's gonna start another fight. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, uh, the next show to review was on November sixth. Uh, this is the twelfth Goddess of Stardom Tag League Battle in uh, Mie. They did 312 fans. Uh, as we said, this this show only got uploaded like within the past few hours, so we haven't had a chance to see anything. Uh, the opener was Saki Kashima beating Sayaka Matani, Mio Amasaki, and Waka Skiyama in a four-way match. Uh, guess who Saki pinned to get the win? Waka. You guessed it. Waka Hell Sakiyama. Yeah. Um, match after that was Momo Anabe and Starlight Kid beating Sai Ida and Mayu Iwatani. Uh, I assume Momo pinned uh, Ida with the Inhumane Driver. Um, the next match was yeah. a three-way tag. Uh, as you might expect, Azumi and Utami Haishishita wrestled to a 15-minute time and withdraw with the teams of Amisore and Mirai? No. Oh, yeah. Amisore, Mirai, and Himeka yeah. and Micah. Um, then we had Red Goddess block action. Tekla and Julia beat My Sakurai and Lady C when Tekla w- uh, submit Probably Lady C with the spider entrapment. Um, 
the next match is a Blue Goddess tag match as Raka and Natsuko Tora beat Hazuki and Koguma when Tora pinned somebody mm. with the Swanton Bomb. So, good than that. I assume it was Koguma that she pinned, but I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if it was Suzuki. Yeah. Uh, because of just the history. Because it doesn't, that, but, it doesn't say yeah, it. Probably Koguma. But, you know, I, I assume it was Koguma. Um, and then the main event was Natsupoi and Tam eating Tomoka Inaba and Shiri when Tam pinned... Uh, Sh- uh... Oh, it was on Koguma. Was it not? Okay, all right. Yeah, it was on Koguma. Um, and then the main event was Natsupoi and Tam beating Inaba and Shiri. Uh, Tam won with the Tiger Suplex hold on Inaba. So uh, Inaba gets that, like, high-ish tier finish from Tam. So a lot of respect there. Um... So that's kind of the only real takeaway. Um, now, yeah. what shows are there to re- preview? Because this isn't already like way too long. There's two. Oh, sweet. Yamagata and... They're running a new venue in Sendai, aren't they? Sendai. It's uh, the Aztec Museum or something? Doesn't seem like they've ever run there before. Um, yeah. yeah, Aztec Museum, Industrial yeah. Exhibition Hall. So uh, probably better than Interesting. the... Yeah, send like pit, and obviously not as big as the Sundays not as big pit. as the sun. Is it the sun plaza? It is yeah. the sun plaza. Sunday yeah, so sun it's plaza. a pretty good in between venue, I assume. Um, the first show to preview is on uh, the twelfth of November. Uh, this one is in Yamagata. In the opener, we have. I don't think I'm going to watch these three weeks. <laughs> yeah, we can all tell how these are going to go. Uh, it's uh, Siri and Tomoki Inaba versus Tam and Natsupoi versus Hazuki and Koguma. That's going to a draw, just in case you didn't know. Um, have they not announced the undercard matches, or are there no undercard matches? There are no undercard matches. Oh, they're they're sprinkled in throughout, actually. Oh, no. No, there just, just isn't any. Oh, yeah. Okay, interesting. Um, no. All right. Uh, the next match, then, is O2 Lion versus Natsuko Tora and Raka. Um, I could probably see O2 Lion getting a win there. Asami can pin Rocco. I, I don't know. I think, you know, we, we talked about it from the jump. That's like, oh, 7-Up doesn't have a big match on the final night. Maybe Natsuko carries and, like, actually has a... I mean, maybe not, like, to the point where they're in contention, but, like, maybe maybe Natsuko just kind of, you know, carries and... I mean, they could definitely win this match. I mean, they beat FWC. You know what I mean? I, I think... Maybe how, how, do, getting, how do O2 Line pick up points if not here? I don't know if they are. Why wouldn't they? They're like Miyu Amasaki. Yeah, but she's Miyu Amasaki. Yeah, and she has a win over Waka. <laughs> At a tit book. She'll just, she'll just, bit, she'll just beat Waka. Wait, did they already? No, yeah, she'll just beat Waka and okay, Saki. Fine, alright. Um, uh, Scott, are you, have you like gone asleep or are you okay there? Yeah, I just don't care. <laughs> also, right. they also they also already have two points. They could okay. end on four points. Right. I don't think that's anything. Uh, or, Scott, you know, Scott, what's your four, expert analysis here? Okay. Miyu Amasaki wins. All right. Solid. No. Cool. <laughs> um, the next match. Well, her team wins. Not actually her. <laughs> Probably by DQ. They're going to beat up the uh, the Brook. Yeah, that's thank that's you. possible to thank be you, a market. Thank you. Want to get um, I want her to sell the box off the skull. That is harsh. That, that is like mean. Rocket box. I just I want to see what it is. I want to see. Okay. <laughs> I guess. Um, the next match is Waka Wild Saki and Waka Skiyama. <laughs> I like that Waka Wild. Yeah. That's really funny. no. I I like I, I liked Ka Wild Venus. 
question yeah, mark question mark i love funny. that but i yeah. think this is better the ultimate would be waka wild question mark mm. i think that's where i'm at that's that's the greatest team definitely name. uh they take on the new eras so um yeah poor waka is gonna get her shit rocked <laughs> I guess someone's gonna yeah. die. Uh, the match after that then is Hanan and Sai Ida versus Maihime. Oh, what a nice one! Um, probably a Maihime win. Yes, maybe potentially. Yeah, yeah. You're just gonna have to deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, where are they on the thing? Are they here? Fukuoka, Wingori, O2 Lion. Oh, they must be the one that's not translated. Thanks, thanks. Um, yes. So they're on two points. Himeka is in Hiragana. Alex, get good. I don't speak. Hiragana is. <laughs> but it's, it's so. I don't it speak Hiraganese. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> 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 the next match is Julia and Thekla versus Saki Kashima and Fuki Gendeth. Um, that's probably a Mafia Bella loss. I wish Tag League was cooler. Yeah. Like I wish, I wish, I wish it got like it got me excited, but I'm just like I don't know. Somebody's gonna win, and then somebody's gonna lose, and then eventually Aphrodite and Mayhem mm-hmm. are gonna wrestle. Hopefully, or else it's gonna be dumb. Like that's All that's right. where we're at. Do you agree? We I love Tokyo's but yeah, I, getting that dub. Yeah, I think Saki could roll up. God, what are your thoughts? What are your feelings? I think Mafia Bell. All right, okay, contrarian. Um, the next match. Oh, this is a sexy <laughs> match. Utami Hayashishita and Saya Kamatani versus Momo and Starlight Kid. Whoa. Uh, that's a draw, uh, of course, but that's going to be great. Black Desire only has, one, on, only has a draw, though. Yeah, they can keep drawing. I feel like, I feel like Saya can beat Kid. You'll have Black Desire. And, then, and then Black Desire. Well, they haven't lost. Oh, they had the title match. Um, yeah, I think I think you have Black Desire lose again, then just win out most of their matches, okay. and then just have fucking you know Aphrodite over them. Right. You know I mean? Okay. Okay, I see it. Because they're gonna be in deten- in uh, in contention, but like final day, they probably end up on like the same points, and you want Aphrodite to have that right. tiebreaker. I guess. Okay. At least that's how I see it. You never know. I, I could see anything happening in this match, but I, I think, you know, it would make sense if Aphrodite beat Black Sire. Right. Scott, what's the vision? I think we win. That's what... That, that's Scott my, has, give, that's uh, Scott has left the building, folks. Honestly, it is, <laughs> I, I respect you. I don't record this long. I don't. Re- I never record. To this be long. fair, like I record about seven times a week. I just don't record. We this usually long. don't either. But uh, this is a uh, this is a special occasion. But I will pick because I I want to be helpful. I I think I think Dylan was on to something. Okay. I think uh, Aphrodite. Alrighty. Um, the next Thanks. match then. And equally equally as important yes. of a match. Uh, Peach Rock versus My Fair Lady. Um, yeah, Peach Rock <laughs> is gonna win. Oh. Yeah, they should. <laughs> okay. At least Peach Rock has a match. Yeah. Well, Momokogo was just like disappeared. Hopefully. So that, hopefully, yeah. hopefully. Um, the next show then is, as I said, it's in the Miyagi Aztec Museum Sendai Industry Exhibition Hall on the 13th of November. Um, Wait. What? You'll okay. see. Uh, the opener here. Oh my god, <laughs> guess what? Three way tag. Shuri and Tomoka Inaba versus Mariah and Amisore versus FWC. I wonder what the finish is going to be. That's kind of baller. It is. You know what's crazy is that they used to do this. Like in 2018, 
when Hana and Mary Apache were around, oh, yeah. like they would just constantly do the three of tags, and they were fun because someone would lose. Well, I don't know. This is gonna be cool. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, the next match then is uh, this is just a tag match. It's Mafia Bella versus O2 Lion, but it's not tag league. Um, so yeah. Why do they keep doing Kevin? That? Kevin gets beat. <laughs> Yeah. Um, the next match then is um, this is a very funny translation. Ooh. Micah is apparently Dance Hannah. So, fun. Um, so, Mahime so versus Natsukotora and Raka. Um, I feel like this is a BMI 2000 win because I think we have Mahime winning every other match to this point. Yeah. I could see it. Um, nice upset. I, I do think that, uh, that BMI 2000 probably gets some mm-hmm. upsets. Uh, like I said, mm. and I don't see why not here. You know, that'd be pretty fun. Um, mm. Natsuko over like Micah would be cool. Hey, what? Wait, what is this? Is Aphrodite mm. wrestling twice on this show? That's that was what I was waiting. That was what I was waiting for you to see because I was like, I don't oh, know what the fuck is happening. That's uh, interesting. All right. Um, anyway, the next. Wait, let, let me let me check the table. Okay. Um, the next match is Wingori versus Waka Wild. Uh, Scott, who do you think wins between Wingori and Waka Wild? I hope Hana stacks the Hana. Sorry, you said Hana earlier. So. Oh my God. Been... Hope Hana uh, stacks Saki and wow. Waka. Wow. I respect it. That'd be so would cool. be cool. So. Uh, Dylan, what was your wow? Did you find out something? Um, this this is this is real. They are doing a double. Yeah, is it the Peach yeah. Rock match? Yeah, it's Peach Rock and, back and, and my my friend. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so Aphrodite versus Peach Rock. Uh, probably an Aphrodite win. I think. I think they win both yeah. of these. Oh yeah, well, my fair lady aren't gonna win. So I. Yeah, I think I think Aphrodite beats Momokogo, and then but like Mayu fucks mm. them up a bit, and then my fair lady actually thinks they have a chance, and then Aphrodite. Still Hell wins. yeah. Um. That's like how um, Momo beat Fukigen Death and Saki oh, yeah. back to back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was great. Um, the main event then is Meltier versus Black Desire. And fuck, dude, I've seen this too many times. <laughs> I assume Black Desire. And then we have to see it the week after too. We do. <laughs> what? It's on the New Japan oh, show. Oh yeah. It's... Oh, uh, well, women versus women. It's women versus women. It's not going to well, be that different. Yeah, well, yeah, but Despy and Starlight Kid will be funny, and that's okay. <laughs> All right. Um, Black Kill the- me. Tai Chi. Did you guys wait? Sorry, I have to cut you guys off. I'm sorry, but did you guys see how Tam and Natsu Boy really want Tai Chi and uh, Kanemaru to do the to do the jump with them? You know how they jump off I the ropes? I didn't see that. That's yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Tai oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't jump. I can, Tetsu. but I don't. Tetsu was like, <laughs> do you want us to hold hands while we jump sarcastically? And Tam's like, yes. And he's like, I don't do that. What? No, I, that's not me. And then she's like, I want you to hold my hand while we jump off the top rope together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was very entertained. Uh, I don't fucking know, Black dude. Black Sire is winning. Somebody wins. Black Sire Not me. Wins. Yeah, probably. If we so. have Aphrodite winning both Not matches, me. does that just mean they win the block? <laughs> I feel like they haven't lost. Uh, Who were they hmm. facing the day before this when Dylan convinced me they were winning? Black Desire. All right, they're losing to Black Desire. Then. All right, solid. What's their final day? Or draw. Their, their final day yeah. is Meltier. Um, okay, there's, so there's yeah, only five matches yeah. per team, right? I'm not going crazy here. Um, they've yeah. already won one. 
We have them winning two here. So if they won three in a row, yes. then they've So uh, yeah. they are going to drop at least one. Yeah. Okay. So probably to... Um, probably yeah. Black Desire. And Black Desire will be in a good spot to win the block, which is kind of where you want them to be. Which means that Black Desire are probably losing to Mayu and Momo, is it? No. Yeah. Did they face Mayu and Momo? Final day. Oh, all right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Black Desire will be set up there on five points. So that's probably a kill. Wait. Yeah. Wait. What? 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 Are we okay? Shut up. <laughs> nope. Nope. Oh, I'm an idiot. Okay. Wow. Final day is Mafia Bella. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, they're losing that. I can't read. So. Okay. Um. Who cares? Honestly, nobody is still listening. It is tag league. Nobody is watching this shit. Um. We will be back. Oh, that means I could say anything. All right, here we go. Don't. What? <laughs> Nothing. I, I, I don't you like You said don't, I don't like... so I stopped. Yeah, I All right. Don't. Uh, we will be back next week to uh, preview the Stardom Gold Rush, maybe? Is that is that already? As mm -hmm. well as Historic Crossover. Yeah. And a Gorg. <laughs> I'm going to have to preview. I'm going to have, have to preview a Will Ospreay match. Oh my god, this is all... Oh, that's a big-ass Corkin. It's just every single tag league team. <laughs> One, two, three, it's like a big four, tag league five, Corkin. six, seven, eight matches. That's not, that's not as bad. Um, uh, it's, it's just it is, dream, it is. Um, but yeah, we'll be back next week to preview all that fun. Stardom Gold Rush is going to be very interesting. Historic crossover obviously comes with our takes on who should win between Mayu and Kyrie. Uh... Scott will not be here next week because, well, he's he's busy Sorry, and he uh, he does his own five podcasts. Uh, I've been banned. <laughs> yes. I've been banned. Uh, so, but Scott, uh, do you wanna do you have any closing remarks? Do you wanna tell the people where to find you? They probably all know you at this stage, but you know, just in case. Yeah, sure. Follow me at Scott E Wrestling on Twitter. I got interviews coming up. Which ones in a row? I have no idea. That's a good question. But uh, that's I'm that's what you can for... keep an eye out for. The one I know about. What? I'm excited for the one I know about. Oh, that one. Yeah, that yeah. one's far away. Yeah, I, imagine. <laughs> I imagine. I have I have three ready to go in the next three weeks that I have to figure out how to get them <laughs> out. But I'm all right. But there, there's your excitement. There's your test. You don't have to read any of my other stuff. You don't have to even listen to me. You should I'm, though. Thanks. I appreciate that, Dylan. Um, I have nothing else to. I was about to be an asshole, but I'm not going to. Yeah, no, do it, do it, please do it. No, I was gonna be like, I don't, but you should. <laughs> hey, that was. But I do, so no, I, I do, I, I do. Some of it, you don't have to shit. read it all. There's I, I a lot. Read. There's too much. Yeah, of it. you do write a lot. It's too much. It's, he it does write much, a lot. Yet I don't think I do it enough. Yeah, uh, I, I thought Alex was gonna follow up with a wise remark yeah. there. I know, I know. I was waiting <laughs> I was like, for it too. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, I, I probably deserve it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you can follow me there. <laughs> And I'm going to stop talking. Goodbye. Thank you for having me on. I don't remember what I said. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Scott. <laughs> such a chaotic person. Three I, ain't enough. Scott needs I five tried stars. to tell people. Oh, that, that's you are, that is very clever. That is very clever. Um, that was a good yeah. one. That was a good one. I'm still <laughs> yeah, here, by yeah. the way. I didn't like um, leave. <laughs> <laughs> you just straight up that leave the discord so just like fuck you guys i'm done maybe i mean you never know um but yeah that was clever dylan um scott you are chaotic as hell uh listen to scott's chaotic podcast it's ring power ring post radio 
he almost he almost <laughs> always does it on the verge of like sleep deprivation. Um, so he's just he's just and completely that. out of his mind. Uh, his Joshi podcasts are a bit more normal because he's trying to like professional. Mm. Um, I mean, mm. I wouldn't know. One of them's locked behind a Patreon, so I mean, what what, what am I supposed to do there? Um, <sighs> man, man, all right. All right. <laughs> um, but yeah. Hey, that podcast is sponsoring Mesaruga. So you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Scott. See, I'm I'm watching Eddie Kingston's oh, High Noon God. drama now. All We've right. gone too long. Oh dear God. If you understand my stand, if you want to sit <laughs> miss it, believe today, shine tomorrow, you decide what you believe in. Ejo. Ejo des no, stop it. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Is inflation taking a bite out of your grocery budget? Andrews Federal Credit Union is here to help. Introducing our Inflation Buster Share Certificate with 5% APY for seven months now through December 14th. Bring your money to Andrews Federal Credit Union today. The Inflation Buster account must be open with new money. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for the military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Must have a $1,000 minimum balance to earn advertised APY.